John Houlihan presents the Live from the Barrage All-Stars featuring John Houlihan and John Houlihan. Through him, with him, in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours, almighty Father, forever and ever. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this monster's grape soda if anybody wants them. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that's Midwest fucking Europe. I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said O R I A M. That's my name from the other end. Hey everybody, this is. You just suck on it. Fuck the audience. What's your favorite radio station? I from the garage. Look at the psycho logs into this shit. Don't drink Seagull's Escapes. One pound It's gonna ever keep me down. Live from the garage. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. Makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, people? John Hulan, fuck you. All right. We're back. A little worse for wear, but uh, <laughs> I think uh, we have the technical difficulties handled. I'm working like Lemmy tonight. <laughs> my shit up high. What a nightmare. I don't know what's going on. You know, this is the the price of free internet radio. You never know what's going to happen uh, with these websites. So I, I just restart everything until it works, and it seemed to, seemed to take care of it. Usually does. Yeah, so everybody can uh, handle this. Thank you, Jacques. Uh, everyone can hear us okay, and uh, they want to know what the deal is with the uh, intro bleeping uh, somebody's name out, which I will never mention again. Uh, I, that's uh, interesting. <laughs> we, we just, Ryan just, just asked, asked me. asked that. I had no idea. I'm not getting into it. Let's just pretend like, you know, that's it. Okay. That's it. The the, the, the law has been... The, right. the more I talk about it, even right now, I'm digging myself into a trap. Right. It's a trap. It's a trap. Well, I kind of—I'm starting to think I know who might be. So, (laughs) you've only heard the intro a thousand times. We should have a. Of course, we should have a game one week where you have to recite the intro, and uh, that's right. Oh, Kazuga would kick the crap out of that game. That's pretty funny. He could do it from memory on Facebook. I saw. Is that Woody in the beginning of the intro? Live from the broad. No, that is a man called. uh, His name is Dave Norwood of the band The Gary. Oh. And he was—he gave us one of our original station IDs. I'm actually working on a new intro. Because Dave said that um that uh the old intro doesn't reflect the, the dark turn we've taken according to him. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. That's a, yeah. that is a very good way to put it. I think he's right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I disagree with that, but that's fine. No, I like our dark. I, like I don't know dark what period. dark turn have we taken. It, we, you know, what we did just because we hate each other now. It's, it doesn't. <laughs> we're we're right now. We are at revolver. And the Beatles, like, starting to hate each other, weirdo phase. Like, and, you know, last week with, like, that church effects and all that shit, yeah. that's all, uh, that's the beginning of the end right there. Chris, Chris Tron for Kazuga in the chat box. So thank you, Chris Tron for, um, we are missing two members of Live from the Barrage today. Um, Pat couldn't make it, and Dave could not make it. His dad is in the hospital. Let's all uh, send out some good thoughts on uh, whatever you guys do to Dave's dad, who uh, is not well. So uh, get you mean, better. You mean pray? Pray for Dave's dad, whatever you got to do. And uh, so we uh, we hope everything goes okay for Dave and that he's back soon. Yes. Right. I agree. 
All good stuff. Well put. And Pat, uh, I don't know, I think he stubbed his toe or some shit. He's got turf toe. <laughs> <laughs> Pat's at, Pat has turf toe. So he was going to be on the bench. He stepped Pat on his balls. balls. <laughs> Pat bites balls. That's, <laughs> that might be the best sound drop ever. <laughs> that sound drop could be a song. Uh, thank you, Mr. King, thinking of Dave's dad. We appreciate that, and uh, we'll send those words along to Dave. So, uh, Dovey, last week was not Chicago. We did an excellent show with the entire uh, entire gang last week, I think it was one of the best shows we've ever done. So. I agree. That one's that one is not on iTunes yet, but it is on the website livefromthebarrage.com. You could just click the player there and start listening to that immediately. Dark times. Yeah, don't do it now while we're doing this show, but that later. Was, it was definitely one of the most fun I ever had doing the show. That was good. It was a good show last week. So uh, no guests or anything. I don't think right. And, uh, it was no, a good one. No guests. Tonight yeah, we have chalk loads of guests. Go back and listen to that. I'll try to. I'll try to get it on, on iTunes tomorrow. I'm so sick of this fucking podcasts app on the phone. Just if you have it on your phone, just th- throw your phone in the garbage, set it on fire, and like invite you know your mother-in-law over to piss on it because the podcast app is the worst thing that's ever happened to. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm going to throw out my iPhone because of that. Yeah. No, I think you should. Especially because I'd have to get married to get her mother-in-law, and hopefully she's into this whole pissing thing. I mean, I don't know. i got to find a shop for the right mother-in-law. <coughs> Sounds really. kinky to you. It's the worst. On the computer, it's fine. If you go to the iTunes page, you'll see all the episodes will be in order and everything. I just don't fucking get it. I don't know why. I think that it must be intentional, right? Because they're on top of this shit. It's got to be a reason. Like, Do they not want people listening to the podcast? And there's, there's like got to be some underhanded bullshit going on because it seems like a simple fucking technology. Hands on the table, everybody. Let's do this. Uh, I check the, uh, <laughs> I check the fucking updates all the time to see if they're gonna fix the bugs, and they never do. Cocksuckers. They just push it through when it's not ready. <sighs> yeah. Make us deal with the. Hey, uh, I don't know if Mario's coming by. He probably won't come by today. He's doing. He's getting ready for his big Memorial Day uh, party that he has every right. year. Yeah, he told me it wasn't. But, uh, you know, he he constantly leaves stuff here all the time, and he's always dropping shit and, like, leaves his wallet and his keys and his phone, and there's always something, like, missing, you know? What do you have of his? Oh, well, I have here Mario's paycheck. <laughs> his, uh, his pay stub? His pay stub. His, okay. And, uh, yes, yeah, direct deposit. Should I read how much Mario makes on the air? Yeah, it's public, uh, it's public record. I don't know. You, everybody knows what's. I'm torn about this. I wouldn't want you to do this to me. <laughs> I That's know. That's why I don't like. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm thinking with the the school of thought right now is don't do to, you know do unto others sort of shit. But then part of me says if you're a dumb enough ass to let your paycheck or a stub or whatever be left behind in a fucking barrage. That's right. There's more than one. I'm sure. Right. You're an idiot. So let's. Well, let's I'm hear thinking it. since he gets paid from the city, he he's getting paid every two weeks. Right? Let's, let's dish the dirt. Let's go. Every two weeks, you say this is a two weeks worth right. of pay. Well, let's hear how much. Twenty one forty. Well, maybe he'll call in. Is he listening? He's got one minute to uh, protest this. If he's yes. not listening, that's his, not, that's his problem. <laughs> hmm. so can we do? Uh, you want to take a guess? Yeah, I want to start guessing numbers. Okay, so I'm assuming this is two weeks pay. Okay. All right. And uh, first Mario's doing pretty fucking good. Is the first number a two? No, you can't do that. Yeah, it's like Price is Right. Uh, no, you no, no, you gotta like it's a, then it's a dollar amount, like you know one dollar, Bob, and then uh, whatever. <laughs> Shit. Oh, you want to do that way? All right. Well, now we all know the first number. Yeah. See, this all is right, like, this so now like we gotta continue the way. This, I'm this, this is like the buy. <laughs> this is like the buy in the car of a seven dollars. That right. Uh, that's version. right. That's exactly that, right. That's what we were. All right. So done. I didn't lose any money yet. Okay. <laughs> Still got seven dollars. Okay. Christopher Kazoo on the chat box. Two thousand forty-eight. That's how much in two weeks I make. It's <laughs> the second number of one. 
How much did I miss it by? A lot. Oh, all right. So I can eat. What, you think he makes $2,800 in well, two weeks? Based on what you said a minute ago, it's now I'm starting to think it might be reality. Welcome to uh, What Does Mario Make? I'm your host, Stinky Whistle Cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> my guess would my guess is I, I'd say somewhere in the 20, 2645 range. Okay, who can be the closest without going over? 2645. Ryan, what's your guess? 2712. Oh, we're talking uh, gross or net here? Oh, uh, net. Take home. Take, Take home. home. Net pay. Here we go. Mario makes $2,588.62. Take home. We're both over. That's not that much. Yeah, what? He's punks. That's not that much. That's a lot of fucking bread. But he's been doing it for a long time. And he's, oh, yeah. And he's a, and he's, he's been a teacher for, for like 30 years. He's, he's tenured he's, and all that stuff. He's yeah. retiring in two years or something like what that. What the fuck? And he, he, got, he got taxed in that two-week period $1,580. Right. All right. So. Yeah. So he made $4,000. He makes $2,000 uh, before taxes a week. That's a fucking hundred grand a year. I'm no mathematician. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> Good man. Mm. He's a talented man. He yeah, deserves it. I'm glad we just exploited the shit out of him on air. That <laughs> <laughs> was fucking cold, man. Hey, well, don't leave your check here. Um, I will read it on the air. I don't am... leave anything you don't want said on the radio in my garage. It'll teach you people a lesson to be careful. I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm, I, but I'm here a lot. Like, my propensity <laughs> for leaving something is pretty high. That's amazing. Well, you know, <laughs> we are in New York City. The cost of living is pretty high. Uh, Mr. King saying he makes that in a day. <laughs> Steve V says he makes it in a month, but he pays his rent in tobacco and racism because he's from North Carolina. <laughs> Mr. King makes that in a day, but only works 12 days a year. So it all evens out in the end. See, Jay Levitt's, uh, of course, we're going to have Endangered Feces come in, in a little while. Uh, Jay Levitt's just now texting me of the band Endangered Feces. They have a new album out called Insane Brown Posse. <laughs> <laughs> Insane Brown Posse. We'll try to figure out where to get that from. And uh, he's on his way he's bringing earl i guess the drummer so oh, the sorry. only member who's not invited is keith Starpin. that's messed up man yeah, i know well i, I did, like keith this, this is the thing i invited jay and then when jay said he would do it then i invited lorenzo because to have four guys here is a fucking clusterfuck you know right and then i don't know i guess he just threw earl in the car and now i'm the dick because keith's the odd man out or whatever I just want to go on record that says that I actually, I've always liked Keith Starkman. Keith Starkman takes a lot of shit from those guys in that band. And if I, first of all, if I was him, I would never talk to any of those guys, I ever. Know. I would never. He gets like, no respect. None at all. I would never hang out with those people for the way they treated me. But whatever. Yes. We'll get to the bottom of that bullshit later. Where is my insane brown posse CD? Let me see if I can find it here. Oh, that's good. We'll no respect, I tell you. Well, I have. Tell you, I, have I made a CD. I, it sounds terrible. I have an idea on what we're going to play for a break, Brian. Oh yeah. <laughs> Since every song on the Endangered Feces album is about forty seconds long, we're going to play the entire album on a break. We're going to play the entire album for the break, and it'll be, I think, less than ten minutes. It, it'll, it'll, no, it'll just, it'll just cross ten minutes. It'll be less than eleven. That's a ten-minute <laughs> album. <laughs> a ten-minute album with like eighteen songs on it. <laughs> 
There you go. Endangered it, feces LP is an oxymoron. I go, wow, there's uh, 15 songs in 18 minutes. That's that's uh, really, uh, you know, those are short songs. And then Mike corrected me. He said, look, there's a hidden track on it that's seven minutes long of, like, <laughs> of someone speaking, a poet named Charles Bukaki, the great American poet. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll hear from those guys. They'll be up here around nine, hopefully. And um, also later in the show. Uh, Doug Gillard from uh, Guided by Voices, Cobra Verde, Not a Surf, all those bands and many different projects. We'll be playing with Doug. Risk Reward will be playing with him and uh, with Eastern Anchors at uh, Asbury Lanes in Asbury Park, New Jersey, next Friday, May 31st. So no show next Friday unless Mike and Dave want to do the show. I don't care. I think I'm going out of town. Oh, you going out of town? Maybe. Oh, yeah. going, uh, a little rocking? Yeah, maybe do a little rocking. Oh, cool. Going out of town or going on the road? Yeah. So if anybody is a big Guided by Voices fan, Dave was our Guided by Voices expert. And yeah. He couldn't make it, so Chatbox, help me out with this interview. You know what I'm saying? He'd be calling in around 10. I had a Guided by a Voices expert in my pocket. I text the guy. I'm like, Yo. I had a Guided by the Voices in my pocket. <laughs> ah, what's the matter for you? And I, I text him. I'm like, hey, yeah, so Italian. We're, uh, we're interviewing. What's this, Doug? Blah, blah, blah. And he just texts me like, man, that sounds awesome. Yeah. I was, but I like, said, you know, any, you know, if you want to feed me any questions, that would be really helpful. Yeah. And uh, my my response was, wow, that sounds really interesting. That sounds great. Can't wait to hear it. I was like, oh, you suck. Yeah, thanks for helping. Yeah, Jody uh, Shapiro is our resident researcher. She helped me out, so she's got a bunch of stuff for me and some facts. I can't. You know what it is? I was looking for dirt on this guy, and I couldn't find any. And that. Oh uh, no, no, he's I, squeaky clean. I always go the route of looking for your, <laughs> yeah. your shitty past. <laughs> As you type into Google, like. Doug Gillard. Uh, prison. Prison. <laughs> <Yeah, okay. laughs> Any person's name you type in there, like gay comes up like the second or third yeah, thing. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't buy that bullshit. I, I don't even care what the Google like uh, suggestions are. I'll type in my own and I'll say, you know, I'll, I'll make my own suggestions. Thank you. Yeah. My mind runs like a madman. Hey, a tush. So we'll be talking to Doug later. Hopefully he's not listening and uh, he will he'll agree to call in. And uh, what else we got? We got a couple, we got a Ryan game. And uh, I've come up with a couple things, too. We could play those later when the boys from Endangered Feces get here. I'd like to play a game with a full house, you know? Yeah. Uh, I like, well, of course, if we're playing poker, that sounds better. Yeah. I play with a full house. Jameson, um, a little Irish courage for the uh, Feces boys. Where'd yeah. my Jimmy go? I don't know. Keep it away from you. Oh, no. I'm going full on Jimmy tonight. This poor guy's going to I'm going to have to have some tonight. Too. I'm going full Jimmy. I got banged up last night, so... Uh, oh, did you? Yeah. What did you do last night? Uh, I went to a party at uh, at Harbor. So, it's uh, a film studio yeah, in yeah. New York, and... Uh, I saw somebody post pictures saw of Saw some old friends, and I had a great time. So, I forget, you know, I haven't worked with a lot of these people uh, personally every day uh, since last summer, so it's... You, when you, it was like you, a reunion. Uh, you see these people, and you, you realize how much you miss seeing them every day, so... <laughs> and for 15 years, I worked at Sound One before they closed down. Right, I was there for 11. Yeah. It's a long time to fucking spend with somebody every day. And then, then there's people that I don't think people outside of this understand. Literally, I worked thanks my, with my partner. Yeah. We were less than an arm's length away 10 hours a day from each other. I mean, it was ridiculous. That's true. And I uh, and Jay, I, I worked with him for six or seven years, and uh, I probably spent more time with him than I spent with Erica. That's what, yeah. So. Uh, well, Ka you know, Carol Carol and I used to share an office, and yeah. she said, we both said, well, we spend each more time with us with each other than our spouses or whatever we went to a we went to a wedding as like each other's dates <laughs> and the person with like the cocktail food you know like the uh the servers coming around and i guess i wasn't paying attention and they were waiting for me and all of a sudden i hear her go what is it 
casserole? No, he won't want that. Don't worry about it. And I looked at it. I'm like, what the hell? Are you? you know, and then that's when we realized we spend way too much time together. Yeah. <laughs> you know you know the ins and outs of these people. Yeah. I'm going to start drinking a little Jameson now. Uh, Tommy Deesky, please. I know you only he only listens to the podcast because he has long drives. He drives like to Scotland or from wherever he's from. Oh, is he? Oh, he's a, a European Yeah. Fella? I didn't know that. Yeah, so he listens only to the podcast. He dropped into the uh, chat box. I don't know what that YouTube link is, Mike. Can you see what that is? Oh, check it out. And then, and then he's leaving because he's only podcast for life. So, Tommy Deesky, if you could please just leave your computer on so this and uh, turn off the volume. This way it looks like we have uh, 11 listeners <laughs> instead of 10. Where the hell are all our listeners tonight? Jesus. Uh, this, this is Billy Corgan guitar soloing back in 1985, <laughs> by the way. <coughs> you could jump in at any episode, Tommy. It's not like fucking... You know, Game of Thrones. You're not, yeah, you're not watching Lost. Yeah. I don't know. They have that shit over in Europe? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't absolutely fabulous. It's not like, you know, <laughs> how's that? Is that better? <laughs> Are you being it's not. It's not downtown Abbey's. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I know downtown Abbey. Uh, no, uh, Tommy Deesky, Dave cannot make it. His, uh, his father is ill, so thanks for uh, making jokes about it. You're a terrible person. Thank you. Uh oh. Nope, no news to report. Oh, okay. Mike's getting shot glasses. There's only three of us here. It's weird. It's kind of like empty, right? Yeah, it's nice though. I feel like uh, I could see Mike better instead of having Dave's big head in, fr- in my way. Yeah, and I have I, I don't have Pat like slap me on the shoulder <laughs> every like two minutes. Like, hey, check it out. Yo, check it out. <laughs> check it out. <laughs> This is weird. I got a lot of arm room. I'm flailing around tonight, man. I'm, I got linguini arms. <laughs> the amount of smoke in here hasn't changed, though. No. Yes, it has. It's a lot less smoky less. in here. Are you smoking? I haven't seen you with a cigarette yet tonight. I'm, I haven't really been smoking as much. I do have some breaking news, actually. Breaking news with John Houlihan. <coughs> I was so happy. I was so happy this week when I picked up the newspaper. Oh. And uh, All right. Oh, so, did, oh, is this the thing you texted me about last yeah. weekend? All, on, right. all right. I'll tell you a little story. When I was in high school, in uh, history class, Mr. Trez's history class, nice teacher, mustache, used to bum cigarettes off me all the time. Guy was a cool dude. He was a good teacher. He was a good guy. He was a shot out of a cannon. So there used to be this kid sitting in front of me, right? And one day this kid turns around and goes, did you put gum in, gum in my hair, bro? <laughs> And first of I all, remember this whole thing going yeah, down. Putting gum in somebody's hair is totally not my style. No, that's not. It's yeah, not that's, something I would do. That's not Houlihan comedy. That's find, a dick find move. Better ways to get a laugh than that. Right. Kick the chair off, Mondo. <laughs> that's more yeah, your. I speed. did do that yeah. to Steve Sagonis. That was awesome. <laughs> Guys, French fries hit the ceiling. That, that was, was awesome. And then when we went to the dean, the dean did it to him again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The dean says, "What? He pulled one of these on you? Yeah. <laughs> he pulled the chair." The chair. <laughs> So anyway, this guy's sitting in front of me, he turns around, he's like, you threw gum in my hair. And I'm like, no, I didn't put any gum in your hair. And he was insistent that I put this gum in his hair or whatever. It was never resolved. So every day for four years in, in high school, uh, Mike and I went to an all-boys Catholic high school, you, this guy would glare at me and glower at me and give me these horrible, dirty looks for the four years. He never did anything because he's a big pussy. Well, I used to see him... like. He I, he must have lived near here, like near John and I both lived near each other, and 
He must have lived because I would see him like socially, like walking around, like you know, like by the park or something. I'm like, yeah. dude, this guy must live around here. And like, I think he we, lives around the block from me, or used to. I don't think anymore, but he grew up. I thought that was weird. I'm like, how do I not run in any social circle with this creepy shit? Right. But then he would give me the stink eye. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'll kick your ass. And he had the face of an asshole. Like he just, just a dick, just well, an unhappy douchebag. This guy. So anyway. I was delighted to open up my newspaper the other day and see that he was on the front page, and uh, and the the uh, pers- the next four pages were all the story about how he's the dirtiest cop in the city, mm-hmm. allegedly, and he has cost the city one point five million dollars in settlements what? because he uh, he's on one of these like tasks force that go around breaking down people's doors and you know breaking heads and getting guns off the street and that whole thing, and uh, so he t- he he totally. You know, he's fucked, I guess. Right. Well, I... I, he, I threw gum in his hair, and I told Mike, he took it out on the whole city. <laughs> like yeah. Vic Mackey style. <laughs> he's like, <"That's- laughs> But the best part about it is, I mean, it's not the best part. It's really disgusting. But uh, this dude, apparently, uh, they, they uh, like, picked up this guy's son one day. Not the guy I'm talking about, but somebody, some random guy's child, who's, like, 11 or 12. So the kid's in the precinct. The dad comes to pick him up from the precinct to see what's going on. They make him wait. The dad starts getting impatient, like, let me see my kid. What's going yeah. on? So they grab him by his dreadlocks, pull a couple of those out, smash his head into the window. Into the, the old man. The father. Well, he's not an old man. He's the, probably the, like the, 30 the, to 30. The, the father. Yeah, the I, father. I, I meant it like yeah. the father. Yeah. He's probably like a guy like our age with a 12-year-old kid, and he, bang, he smashes his head into the window, and they charge him with uh, uh, destroying police property and to make him pay for the window, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> This is how crazy this guy is. Like these warrantless searches in these poor neighborhoods where they just kick down the door and they don't give a fuck and they just search everybody and beat them up and bang them up. Power to do so, right? Because all because I threw gum in his hair, I believe. Good. Can we give his name out? City well. You know, I don't want to give his name out because if he's this bad, he'll come kicking this fucking door down. He's still a cop. That's true. Well, it's funny because come bust up my uh, fucking twenty-five cent poker game. You know, I don't know if anybody out there knows. Not not one, but both of my parents are retired New York City police officers, right. and uh, my mom's like a New York City detective. You know, you know her; she's cool as hell. Right. But and I didn't see the paper because I guess Sunday was garbage day, and I, the paper went out before I saw it or whatever. Or it was in the Sunday paper of last week. Right. So and I said, hey, you know, I talked to my mom. I said, mom, did you by any chance see a story about a fucking dirty cop or whatever? And uh, I then told her the, the story about you, and she laughed. She goes, because she, she's known John since, since, since like, the late 80s, early 90s. And yeah. she knows he's a nice guy. He's not a fighter or whatever. And she's, Right, she's everybody like, knows where he's coming from. Right, she's much. like, wow, this guy was fucking wrong. What an asshole. <laughs> and, and so then she says, I did read the story. I said, in your professional opinion... What's the story? She goes, that cop is, she goes, that guy is dirty as right. hell. She goes, this I guy. I don't want to slam all cops. When I was telling you the story, I'd let you figure it out for yourself and yeah. decide, you know? No, but I said, like, in your professional opinion, she goes, this guy is bad fucking news. She's like, there's right. nothing good about what he does when he goes to work. Yeah, and there's stories also of him pulling people over and he calls, you know, he's like calling in the N-word and blah, 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 all that shit, too. So, fuck you, buddy. I did throw gum in your hair. Suck my dick. I <laughs> hope you get fired and you fucking uh, go to jail, you. Fucking cock. Dick, Fuck you. Dick, 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 dick. 
Bye, Dick. That's <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Well, you could see if uh, if you still have a daily news from like last a week Sunday. ago. Or so. Is it last Sunday? Yes. A week. Not even. It's like what was it? Seven, six days ago? Five days ago? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Do you have that that daily news? It's the front four pages. Hey, of- maybe you have a Google machine. You can look it up. Yeah, right. you could look up daily news on <laughs> Google. <laughs> daily news on the Google. New York's hometown <laughs> paper. <laughs> <laughs> You bastards. Yeah, so suck my dick, asshole. Go fuck yourself. Huh? I didn't throw gum in your hair, and you're a racist piece of shit cop. I really, now I wish I had, like, kicked his ass when I saw him at the deli that night. Yeah, you should have. Given me the stink eye. Yeah. Stop looking at me, unless you're going to do something. Yeah, like, what are you staring me down for? I would laugh at him. He would stare at me, and I would start laughing, because it was like a daily occurrence, (laughs) and he just wouldn't say anything. And I'm just like, it just became ridiculous. Like, because the thing about it, I had nothing to do with it. Like, I wasn't even in the classroom, so I don't know why. I guess me and you were just friends, and we were both like metalheads or whatever. He knew you were associated with him. Did he do that thing where, uh... Here he comes. (laughs) Lock the door. I know you're in the whole hand. You throw gum in my hair, bro? Open up. That's an offense. Open up, bro. That's a felony where I come from. <laughs> it's a felony. <laughs> we, have a, we have a 517 throwing gum in the hair. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a one? Because that's like some amateur bullshit. Bro, we, have a, we have a one. One of the best. That works. It ranked by. <laughs> yeah. Speak into that microphone, Ryan, will you? That's sorry. That's why 5150 is crazy. You know, it's like that's pretty high up on the list. <laughs> oh, man. What was I going to say? I was laughing. This fucking dick. No. An asshole. <laughs> I forgot. Ah, that's awesome. No. Scowling cock. So, but now, oh, well, he, he became a lieutenant. He's fucking yeah, high up there. He's making over $100,000 a year. And, uh, you know, it's above detective. He moved up through the ranks, breaking people's heads or whatever. But uh, all this shit was going on. He's got the most civilian, I believe. Well, I believe, pic- if I'm getting this right, allegedly he has the most civilian complaints against them throughout the city. And instead of, like, admonishing these guys, he, they, they promote them. And he's up there shaking hands well, at Ray Kelly. I, like, know, I know for a fact that lieutenant, you have to take a test. It's a written test. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying he's a dumb guy. No, no, it's, I'm not saying he's dumb. Too. But he didn't just get promoted. Like, you know, let's get this guy out of here. Right, there right. Was, you know, he had to work. But my problem with it is that they're promoting him while they know about all this other shit that he's done. And, you have to, it's, you, all, you have to go, it's, it's all on record. De- detective, sergeant, lieutenant, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you, And then, then the sergeant's a written test, too. Right. But they're promoting him. But then, then here you don't promote hand, a guy who's got all these allegations against him, but, like like not a couple, not five, well, not twelve, like well, fucking sixty five or whatever well, it is, allegedly. Right. Let's well then let's talk about a guy that we know who's a really good cop. You know, our, oh, our yeah. big tall friend. Yeah, he's one of the best. He's probably one of the best cops in New York City right now. There are millions of good cops. That's why it's a good story. That, I mean, not a good story. That's why it's a story that right. this guy's a bad cop. So right. I'm not uh, saying hey, listen, cops are bad. I'm glad that you know this guy got called out for it too, because it couldn't have happened to a better guy. He's it's good to know. Of, right. no, you're right. I've known this for over 20 years. This guy's a piece of shit. You're right. absolutely and there right. He is on the, there he is on the paper with his Pearl Jam t-shirt and his and, Yankees hat. And he looks like, mad. Come at me, bro. Yeah, because yeah, they're taking you, his picture in front him, of his house. You see him. Ch- you, he's coming at the photographer. You could tell his house is somewhere out in Long Island. Like, yeah. they all move out to Massapequa yep, or whatever. Exactly. Mal- Malvern. <laughs> <laughs> it takes me an hour. I live out in Malverns. <laughs> Idiot. It's an Erster Bay. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Well, that's the story of that guy. Yeah. It's good to know that a story could come out, though, about a, <laughs> a cop that's doing everything wrong, and it doesn't just slide through like it used to. He won't go to jail. He'll probably still hold on to his badge. The story will go away. He'll be on desk duty for a couple of months. And, that's and then it. they'll be at my house. Don't come here, buddy. I know more people than you. Mm-hmm. That's right. I know people on the 
The governor's detail. I got a PBA card. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I got a sanitation. He's not going to do anything. Sanitation cop, PBA card. The running joke when I was younger was if my parents were, if my mom was a baker, I'd be in prison. You know, like oh, I got yeah. out of everything. I used to kind of almost start doing things just to see how far I could take it. You'd be in Sing Sing right now. <laughs> no, Dovey, he's not a hipster cop whatsoever. Just kind of like your neighborhood douchey dude, you know? Yeah, probably still listens to like, yeah, like you said, Pearl Jam. No, I don't even think he lists the pearls. I think he had, that's like the undercover T-shirt he wears, you know, like. I'll tell you what. My mom, when she used to work in narcotics, I, I went to her office a couple of times to visit. And uh, <laughs> and I, uh, I there was a cop there. I mean, he was a fucking deadhead. And I tell you what, you know, if this guy walked up to you on the street and was like, you got any smoke? You'd be like, yeah, come right on the Come here. I'll, I'll set you up. You know, I mean, he wore tie-dye shirts. He And he was like an official deadhead. He just happened to be a cop. Right. You know what I mean? But th- you wouldn't think twice about giving this guy a lid of weed or whatever. Whatever <laughs> shit he's <laughs> asked for. <laughs> <laughs> I like Serpico. <laughs> Serpico. You kind of look cool. like Serpico a little with yeah. that beard, you know? You do. Yo, the, your cops are dirty. I'm going to tell on you. <laughs> you guys want to take a break? And then uh, when we come back, uh, I have a couple more things to talk about. And then uh, at 9 o'clock, we'll have endangered feces. Coming at you. Sound good? Do you guys want to see my wiener during the break? Yeah, sure. please. All no. right, right. Let me set that up. All right. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Just show me the bell end. <laughs> we'll be back. I'm going to hang a little brain after this. This song could get your grandma out of a coma. <laughs> <laughs>
totally your fault, Ryan. Ryan made me try a new beer. And that's the second time I got crabs. And when I opened it up, it sprayed all over my computer just as we were coming back. Oh, God. Fuck. He's holding it right over the faders. God damn it. I beer all over me. Fuck. That was part chimp. Fuck. It's all over my monitor. God damn it. Give me There's smoke coming out of your console. I gotta get a rag. Oh, that's your cigarette. <laughs> What's her <laughs> mind? God damn it. Nothing goes right for me ever. Oh, I'm all thumbs. Paul Mezzacapo's all thumbs. Fuck. I was part chimp. Uh, hello, bastards. And before that, Faithbreaker by The Love Language. And, of course, The Mighty High with Token and Stroken. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing just because he mentioned uh, Token and Stroken on Facebook last night. And I was like, I want to play that fucking song. Let's see what that's about. <laughs> Token and Stroken. Token and Stroken. Uh, he played a show last night? Is that true? Mm, no, they're playing uh, the same night we're playing. Uh, go see, don't go see the Mighty High on Friday. Go see Risk Reward Austerity Program at Nonagon this Friday. Is it this Friday? Asbury Lanes? It's a week from Friday. No. Week from tonight. No, tomorrow night. Um, go, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I'm an idiot. Tomorrow night at Don Pedro. Risk Reward Austerity Program and Nonagon. And next Friday, uh, May 31st, is the uh, Doug Gillard Risk Reward Eastern Anchors at Asbury Lanes in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Thank you. Tomorrow night's going to be a really good show. Tomorrow night's going to be such a good show that for my 10-year anniversary with Eric, I'm, I'm going to take it to Don Page. Wow, that was 10 years ago? Yeah. I was in your wedding party. That was That's awesome. Right. That was a That's good right. time. Wait a second. You're taking your wife to my rock and roll show for your 10-year anniversary? I'm not much for romance. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> that was a good time. Wait a second. No, you taking we, your wife to. <laughs> <laughs> we decided we want to hang out with friends. That's uh, how we. Okay. Do it. Hey, I'm not going to stop nine you. Years, nine years in a row, we went out to dinner every night. Every uh, every. Did you do May that thing where you freeze the cake and eat that shit the next year? It, it lasted a month in the freezer. We got stoned one night and ate it, <laughs> like a month later. Uh, <laughs> didn't me and you drink your bottle of champagne? Probably I, I for have, my wedding. Yeah, I wouldn't eat the. Frozen, no frozen old. No, cake. I don't. I don't think that I mean. I think actually, maybe me and Pegleg might have eaten that. But I, I have. I remember specifically on your. I don't know where where we were. Maybe we were, you like we were out of booze, and you were like, "I got this bottle of wine. It's for my supposed to be my anniversary or your champagne." And we were like, "Fucking drink it." <laughs> Speaking of Woody, this is this is uh, what Facebook has become to me now, and it's a great. It's the greatest thing in the world. You post something, and the two of them just fight it out for like 20 minutes. Hey, like why say anything if you're posts. not going to like it? <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's, it's, all, it's always like he likes his own status, and he likes the bad things I say about him and vice versa. It's great. And I'm crying on the train. <laughs> I'm in tears well, because I'm laughing so hard about it. Are you talking about this other person, Bruce? Brucey, who will not take my, he won't take my friendship. I, <laughs> I sent him a friendship request, and he won't take it. Well, John, correct me if I'm wrong. You've never met this Brucey. No, I haven't met Brucey e. Churchill's of Bostron, but um, he did uh, before the uh, Bruins Rangers series started, and the the uh, the extent of my contact with Brucey e. is screaming at each other in in the in the context of Woody's. <laughs> so, like you know, Woody will just write on my page like Brucey e. and John Hulahans like to you know J O to you know and this and that. So then we start fighting about that. And then, uh, but Brucey e actually sent me a nice, thoughtful uh, message before the Rangers Bruins series started, and he was like, "Yeah, hey, you know, good luck and stuff." It wasn't in all caps. I'm like, "What the fuck?" And I knew that was the kiss of death for the Rangers. As soon as I got that nice message, he's like, "You guys are gonna win." I'm like, "Fuck!" Uh, you gotta <laughs> stop. You gotta 
uh, you can't let superstition happen, man. You got to let stop these things. This is weird, Ryan. This can of uh, Sly Fox. What is this? Hell's Golden Lager. <laughs> Sly Fox. Um, crap root in Pennsylvania. You open the top and the whole entire top of the beer can comes off. What kind of madness is it? It's topless. It's good, though. You oh, got to let it breathe. Weird. Yeah. I'm weirded out. That looks like a juice cup or something. You could drink it faster this way, too. We'll get fucked up tonight. I guess. I'm going to drink some whiskey right now. Get a straw. Yeah, Jacques can't hear anything. Can everyone else hear? I'm, I don't know what the fuck is going on tonight with this live stream, but I've had it. It's the weather. I want my money back. Zero dollars. <laughs> 9 a.m. Zero dollars and zero cents. You got to layer the slayer. Oh, Mr. King said it sounds great, dude. Hey, Jacques, why don't you throw your fucking computer out the window? I love the fact that you let one person decide how it's going. I know. Like, I, I got to stop one, looking at this chat one box. One person says something, and you they're just like, like you go, I you know. go off on a tangent. You get pissy. They're all chuckling, even right if it's now. not like. Uh, and then you'll have six people say it's fine, but you, you're so harped on that one dude saying it's bad, and he might, you know, live in the sticks with no fucking <laughs> internet. He might, he might have like you know, like a hamster making his internet happen. I know. I can't. I I, I, I listen to everything everyone says. I don't know what my problem is. But I, it's it's. It's it, you know what it is. I watched it happen to you, and it's frustrating on the side because I want to be like, dude, stop. Yeah, and now see every individual person's like, it's back, it's it's gone, it's back, and I'm I'm going with Dovey and Mr. King that says everything sounds fine. It's it's all it's the, our own brand of Catbox Justice. <laughs> Catbox Justice. Chatbox Justice. <laughs> Thank you, Chatbox. Chatbox Justice. I, you know, the, the first sixth time you, man. The first time you replayed me that clip before, I thought it said Catbox Justice. Uh, we were just talking about this. How uh, me and Mike have a friend named Owen who we we can't stand to see him succeed. And Pittsburgh just scored their second goal. And he's yelling, "Buddy!" at the top of his lungs right now. Buddy, what are you doing? He likes like five different teams. He's a bandwagoner. Right. He's obnoxious, and I can't stand to see him win. How is that even a goal? The guy's standing right in the crease. Mike, man, it's Owen. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Look, there's five Ottawa Senators standing in the crease. Oh, I see. He doesn't know where the he puck was, is. Yeah, he yeah. lost the right. puck. You dummy. I lost the mic. Uh, yeah, he lost the puck. <laughs> you big but dummy. That happened the other night to fucking Lundquist. Oh, right. This this playoff hockey shit is killing me. This is like this, and if the Jets were ever to succeed, it would be the only two times I'll you know get like heated about sports. Uh, things just keep getting worse for them. That whole Goodson thing last week. They're <laughs> you see that guy arrested? Yeah. You see that uh, the that coach of uh, the I'm Senators that, with though. the big walrus mustache? Yes, I did. Yeah. There was a guy sitting behind him. Uh, earlier Slipping. in the season with the exact same walrus mustache and glasses, <laughs> the same age and everything. And he got the seat like right behind him. And they're interviewing the guy after. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a fake mustache either. It was real. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> he looks like Phil oh. Jackson's fat brother. <laughs> fat Jackson. Fat Jackson. Tomorrow night at Don Pedro. Fat Jackson. Oh. All right. Will you please play the old sports song? What happened to that guy? You know, I, I got to meet him in Chicago. He was there. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, I, I don't know if he goes to play hockey on Fridays now is and he he's a, not around. Is he a frail person? Physically? He look. He sounds like he'd be like a small, frail guy to but me. Just like. say he he's tall. Hockey. 
he's very skinny and he doesn't look like he's not tough at all. If that's what you mean, like no, 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 I didn't mean like that. Like he, but see, you you saying he plays hockey makes me think that I'm wrong because like, I pictured a guy who gets like sick at the drop of a hat. Yeah, you know, that's pr- probably. Like, yeah, like he's always like in you know like it's like oh I don't feel good today. I gotta <laughs> lay down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mean it in the bad. Just just that, just because my only knowledge of him is would you please play the old sports song? And it just sounds like he's like all right. Will you please play the old sports song? He just sounds <laughs> like he's lying sports. in please. bed. <laughs> please. <laughs> he 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 wears a really thick glasses. He looks kind of Arabic. He's oh, got a really? beard. Oh, not I at all. Any no way. Hey, you know, like uh, but when Bugs Bunny used to draw, you know, like the guy on the island. I the, picture him looking like a sick Simpsons character. You know how they're like whiter than the yellow? You know what I mean? And like, like <laughs> you remember, uh, you know, uh, this episode of uh, Bugs Bunny? He looks like the Arab one of those dudes. Right? <laughs> they draw his nose all big. He's like racist cartoonist. <laughs> He's one of the hot dog, or he's either hot dog or the hamburger. Which he's one? Not, is, he's the hot dog. He's the hot dog. Cracker, cracker, fire, cracker, sis, He's one of the most obnoxious people on earth, and I love him for it. I, I get no. Andy K. I, I understand like where he's come from. People like he could really rub people the wrong way. Wobbles, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. His name's uh, and Andy K. Okay. In real life. Well, that's great. I, that doesn't real life doesn't interest me at all because my image of him is so much better than what it's turned out to be. Now to me, he's a hockey playing hot dog. <laughs> like I don't know, it's just I, I liked him as a Six Simpsons character. Yeah, he's uh, he's a good dude. He's With a thermometer like in his that, mouth you know, and like an ice bag on his head. People get all pissed off when he makes fun of them, but I, I understand it. I get the Andy K. I was him. The first time I met him, uh, he he was watching my band play in 2010 when I, we came out to Chicago. And uh, after the show, he came up to me and he said, I'm leaving. Fuck you. And shook my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I can admire that sort of behavior. Yeah. I I'm like picturing him. Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. That's what I He's was, also very. That's what I was into. Uh, I guess not so much, yeah, though. Yeah. I got to show you a picture of him. Hmm. Do, you have a, do you have a pen and paper? No. I <laughs> I'll show you him on Facebook. <laughs> No, that's not really an issue. The Wubbles Adventure. <laughs> nice. That's so great. I don't know why he doesn't listen anymore. I think he's he think he's doing stuff, but uh, who Play knows hockey. if he listens to the. Well, if you are, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to think you were sick and frail. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to know you're doing. Well. We're going to be playing with them on uh, the Thursday night when we go out there. Uh, his, he's in a band called Sirs. Uh huh. We played them before. They're very good. Yes. I think Rob Wormowski is in that band as well. When are you going baseball out Baseball writer, po- political man. Oh, I don't know the date. It's like June 21st. Or June something. something. You guys want to go? We're yeah. thinking about doing the show out there or doing a podcast out there, but now I don't know. What does that mean? You're thinking about not doing it now? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. You guys want to go? Yeah, it's the 20th, uh, 21st. I wouldn't mind if both of those 20 seconds. I think I'm going to get a uh, get like a two-bedroom if you and Erica want to stay with, stay with us. Well, like rent an apartment. What's, what's Ryan gonna do? How are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's cool. It's gonna take place in like this gigantic pizza factory place, so you, and the guy's letting people sleep on the roof, Ryan. So you can sleep on the roof. Oh yeah, that's exactly what am I, what Snoopy? I, do. <laughs> what I feel like Snoopy. <laughs> Don't make eye contact with the cat next door. As long as they let me be the Red Baron, I'll be I'll sleep on the roof. I'm trying to find a picture Ottawa of Wobbles for you here. Ottawa just scored. Did they? Good. Think, oh, oh, no, they're fighting. That's disputed. It it's just a fight. 
can't I, find I it. like the fact that hockey, you can have a felony fist fight and not get in trouble. I think that's awesome. Right. I've been in trouble for way less of a fight. It's a pugilistic sport. It's just part of the way it is. Well, only, only professional oh, hockey does. I pulled out my Olympic pugil stick. Olympic hockey doesn't fight. <laughs> You fight. You set me up, man. The old sports song. You're the piano man. Sing us the old sports song. See, he sounds frail. The old sports song. You got us feeling all right. Please. (laughs) Please. I wonder what he's I got a picture of him for you. Please. This is him when he sat in and uh, sat down at the table with us. Oh, he Get played with you guys? <laughs> yeah. Get out of here! Really? No, he- it was like, it was a poker game. And there was like twenty five people there, and uh, they were randomly sitting down. He was he was getting a little upset that he because he's a he's a fan of the show that he couldn't like get a seat. I'm like, sit down, you know. He looks like this dude I know that if you give him money, he gives you pot. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the pot guy. <laughs> he looks like Kush. Yeah, he does a little bit. I don't know what his uh he see you know, I always thought he was Jewish. <laughs> Retard strong. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought he was Jewish, but he uh he really thought the uh mask thing was funny, so maybe it's Catholic. <laughs> Wub- Wubbles is not a Jewish name. <coughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Wubblestein. <laughs> oh wait, here he is. Andy Here he is trying to answer uh <laughs> answer a trivia question about uh Michael Jackson. Andy. Moonwalker. Andy, what is Moonwalker? <laughs> he sounds like Dancing Mike a little bit. Does he? Andy. Moonwalker. Andy, what is Moonwalker? He does sound a little like Dancing Mike. There's all these counterparts. All, all you people world. sound like friends of mine. <laughs> I wonder what people think me and you look like, Ryan. Why don't you work a zoo and stop bothering people? Something like that. <laughs> They don't have to wonder. We got pictures. Um, Ryan yeah. looks like a beefed up Wubbles <laughs> without the glasses. We call him the Beef Wubblington. <laughs> beef, beef Wubbling Tron. <laughs> you wrong Tron, bro. Wubble wits. So there he is, Wubbles. We hope. Uh, I like Wubbles in the chat box because he chases our listeners away. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we want. That's what we want. Yeah. I don't know what happened we, to we, him. We try. Yeah. It doesn't seem to work. Mr. King, please uh, lobby Wobbles to uh, come back to uh, the chat box and uh, exercise his style of chat box justice. (laughs) 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 Somebody's trying to get in the door. Oh, who's this? Who is it? We have one member. Hey, all right. Of endangered feces just strutting in through the door. You saved the show. <laughs> you want to uh, you want to take a quick break and come back with the danger feces and let give Jay a chance to uh, show up show or uh, yeah let's yeah take let's, let's take a quick break and um, when we come back we will have the men of uh, endangered feces thank you hi this is Chris Williams from Maple State and you're listening to live from the barrage. Hi, this is Chris Rasmussen from Police Teeth, and when I'm not straightening out Stevie's bent wang, I'm listening to Live from the Barrage.
we're back. That's Chavez with Top Pocket Man. Before that, uh, we heard Seafaring by Whales. And uh, before that, the famous uh, Sniffing Gasoline by the Endangered Feces, an old hidden track. <laughs> Jay Levitz. You, you played on that, didn't you, John? I, I did. I, uh, I I sang a little uh, Mick Jagger impression on that one. Did you engineer it as well? I engineered that track, yes. On the <laughs> Good work. Thanks. Nice. <laughs> it's the worst sounding piece of music of all time. The greatest. Uh, Jay Levitz, you figure out how to use that microphone? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Can we say fuck? Yes. Oh, fuck. Hello. Uh, welcome to Endangered Feces. We are here with Earl. Hey, what's up? Yeah, speak directly into that microphone. Right? Hey. Damn it. So, I think it's off. Yeah, you try it again. Testing. Give it a shake. Whoa. Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's working. I don't know. Yeah, it's good. I'll just get right up. In Something's it. weird, right? Check the on-off switch. <laughs> There's no on-off switch on these mics, my friend. <laughs> Professional operation. Jay Levitz, Hello. of course, guitar player and uh, chief songwriter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way that drew a laugh. Of uh, the famous band Endangered Feces and Lorenzo, who is no longer with the band. Is that right, Lorenzo? Recently uh, gave my notice, played my last show a few weeks ago. So uh, fuck you, Jay Levitz. You're a big <laughs> band quitter, man. Thanks, buddy. You're always quitting bands. I, like I am. That. It's fun. Early Gates, uh, big ass booty hoe in the chat box says you're the best drummer ever, but uh, I disagree. I think that no one could beat Pete Cronin. I apologize, but uh, wow, I, I haven't listened to the record though, <laughs> <laughs> so I could be wrong. Cronin's a great drummer, and I haven't been at a to a feces show since you've taken over. But I did see you play. I've been to a practice behind the scenes. Mm. Well, I'm really a guitar player. So. Let me see this microphone for a second. <clears throat> Earl's the best. I would have quit the band two years ago if it wasn't for Early. Me too. Hey, fuck. I also realized uh, on my way over here, there's a great legacy of uh, past Feces members. I think the last three bass players are all uh, are in this room. Are in this room tonight. I thought you were gonna say dead. <laughs> Try that mic now. Earl. Whoa, testing. Oh, yeah. a Fifty-seven. Uh, oh, yeah, you get, the get that snare mic. The problem was I had you muted. I think oh, you just no. uh, got thrown. That would do it. Sorry. That might have been Pop for the best. In the face. We've so, uh, we've actually been lucky to always have great musicians in the band, and especially great drummers, hmm. like uh, John Houlihan. Um, yeah, again, half the people in this room. <laughs> <laughs> when I first joined the band, there was a guy. Uh, I I think I immediately followed a guy named uh, Jim E. Flem. Yeah, <laughs> Jim E. Period Flem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He how he was all right. He joined the Peace Corps in Somalia. <laughs> <laughs> and that's true. The tacos there are, are outstanding. The entire Peace Corps is made tacos. up of ex-endangered feces members. Taco craving drummers. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the only one here that was never that, at feces. That's right. Ryan that's right. Wow. Member. That's right. Wow. Holy shit. But I Every did see you guys twice. So. Amazing. You know, there's a lot of fun to be in the endangered feces for like a couple for, minutes. For, yeah, for <laughs> a, a limited amount of time. Well, right. You know, your legacy still lives on because every time we play Dirty Sanchez, Jay Levis introduces the song. And he's like, and uh, Dirty Sanchez. And then I say, with Houlihan intro. intro. Yeah. Oh, really? What's the Houlihan intro? Oh, yeah. I could never get a handle on that. <laughs> the Houlihan parody. Just the way it is. Yeah. All right, Jay Levitz is a, is a stern taskmaster in the studio. It's not easy. He's not an easy guy to work for. I noticed so, you pronounced the asshole as taskmaster. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Well, but then, a- you know, we were lucky enough to work with Don Fury, and uh, 
At that point, you just get out of his way and let him do what he knows how yeah. to do. He used to be in Coney Island. Now he's somewhere else. Now he's up in Troy, New York or something like that. He's a, Yes, Don Fury Studios in scenic Troy, New York. Yeah. Right will, by Stewart's. He will make you sound like you actually know what you're doing. Trust Stewart's me. like 7 Elevens up there. They're everywhere. Yeah, you they buy have, worms and ice. And meat, meat sauce. <laughs> meat free sauce. on your hot dog ice cream there's something about when when the store primarily sells worms and then they offer meat sauce i'm not interested <laughs> i don't know something i'm not down i hear you like worms we're out of meat sauce yeah you think so oh, you cooking, think that i'm cooking up another batch right now Johnny. <laughs> Frank. i hold the album uh, insane brown posse in my hands right now and uh i want to mention this because <laughs> i think it's great that i am thanked inside the album and Lorenzo's girlfriend is not. And I wonder if this is a bone of contention. Like, do you get any shit for this? She was a little upset when she was going through the uh, line of notes. But when she got to the bottom, she had to admit that me thanking no one yeah. was, uh, was inappropriate. Right here, Lorenzo would like to thank no one. So there you go. That's got to sting. John Hulan's in the album. And you're not Lorenzo's girlfriend. Got to stick to your principles. <laughs> First of all, thank you lists are ridiculous. I can't believe how people get so hung up on them. And yeah. actually give a shit. I don't. Yet, I, I, yet here we are talking about. I saw my name. I didn't even. I, I, I didn't even think about it until uh, until I saw someone else write something about it, and I go, "Let me look inside the album." Hey, there I am, John Houlihan. Although, if I was going to thank anyone, I would agree with what Earl wrote down at the bottom there. I didn't. Read Earl would like to thank the first humans who discovered the effects of alcohol and learned how to reproduce it. You are gone, but not forgotten. Good job, bro. And uh, let's see. For those of you who are not familiar with the Endangered Feces, they sing songs about poop. Um, punk rock songs. They are pioneers. They've been around for 46 years. They're on the front of the album on, on the street, <laughs> sitting on toilets. Jay Levitz seems to have his underwear on. Or it's Photoshop. Oh, no, 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 no. Quite the opposite. Oh, did they, Funny yeah, story. You guys are blacked out, right? Cause, uh, Funny you I, mentioned I, we were, actually, uh, I actually went out and saw the photographer that, like, moments after this shoot, and he said that, <laughs> that most of them... Yeah, I can't see you guys half-assing it. We were so hanging dong at the yeah. time. <laughs> oh, yeah? Cocks, what, what did Dennis say? Uh, cocks in the wind? Cocks in the Swinging wind. Swinging in the breeze. Swinging in the breeze, I believe. <laughs> yeah, our uh, photo editor... Uh, blacked out our huge enormous dicks <laughs> for the cover. I could see because otherwise you wouldn't see the lettering, right? But no, no, I right. assure you, everyone's underpants are around their ankles. Wow! Another uh, fun fact: so Keith, what, yeah, Keith in that picture is actually urinating. <laughs> he looks very relieved. That's why yeah. he looks. Oh yeah, because he's making a face that's like ah. Yes, because uh, Joe. Uh, Joe Latex's w- was it his wife that was there? That was his wife yeah. who was lighting do- doing the lighting shot. For us. And Keith is sitting on the toilet, just like pissing and farting and having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> and where'd and you get the toilets? They were in the street. <laughs> Be that as it may, uh, Joe Latex's uh, charming wife was there lighting the. F- uh, she was in a in a small room with with Keith's well, with all of us at one point or another. And Keith just was pissing and shitting and farting and having the best time. That's fa- that's why I wish he was here. It's reasons like that that actually maybe why he's not here. John? Yes. Yeah, where is Keith? I don't know. I invited Jay and then Lorenzo and then Earl showed up and I don't know where Keith is. I'm sorry. Thanks for being here, everybody, except for the singer of Endangered Feces. <laughs> Who, to be fair, to give Keith credit, like some of us are just sitting on toilets, but Keith was keeping it real. I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm impressed that you're giving the credit where it's due on that. Oh, yeah. Actual bodily functions. That's awesome. I like people who take shits under pressure. A moment in Keep time. 
captured <laughs> forever. Photography is an amazing thing. So we were talking uh, in between that last song break, and I guess normally you guys do maybe a 10-minute uh, song break in between spots, but since our songs are so short and our albums are so short, we're just going to play an entire album whenever we go to break. We're going to play the entire Feces record for our break, yeah. That is correct. It's that short. Now, you guys release an album, what, once every three years, something like that? Uh, Sometimes longer? Whenever they're ready. Okay. I think that I've seen Endangered Feces in one, two, three, in four decades. When did you guys start? What year was it? <laughs> it's entirely possible. I, I'm no, I'm dead serious. I've seen you in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and the 20, the aughts, the and aughts. then the teens. They were, bear in mind, there were enormous gaps uh, and enormous hiatuses, but I think our first show was in 1990. No. I mean, Gordy Howe played hockey for seven decades. He's still playing. Right. I, no, I know they threw him in for a line. Just, just yeah, they, yes, but he did play professional hockey in seven, yeah, in decades. seven decades. That's insane. And you yes. guys are so you guys are telling me, or what you're saying is you're the Gordy Howe of punk rock. Basically, we're the greatest I of all time. Never in my life. He does. He happens to have the same birthday as me. Believe that, it or not, it's really? more like the he, Cal Ripken of punk rock. I mean, I, I have the same birthday as him. Now, Jay, so. we know each other really well. So, and I've known you always to be a Gordy Howe fan. So I'm, I'm impressed with that birthday bullshit for some reason. Yeah, but it's it, kismet. Yeah, but you know what? Tom Barrasso also has my birthday. Wow, wow, mustache goalie. Yeah, the fucking asshole. Hello, caller on the air. Hello, caller. Call me back when you get a real fucking phone. Thank you. Keep the phone inside the car next time. Uh, The internet's cutting out. I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to work on something good. They strapped the phone to the dog who has his head out the window. (laughs) Does Keith even know you guys are here? It's okay, because it'll still be recorded for the podcast. You know what? If he doesn't listen listen to the show, it's his fault. I mean, I I don't go inviting people to John Houlihan's house. (laughs) I would have invited him. I feel terrible. I feel awful. I'm sure he's in a better place. Keith doesn't uh, get too much respect within the band anyway. I mean, people fight over who's going to ride with Keith. Oh, that's the worst. (laughs) That's that's a distinctive badge of honor. See, I have to say that I've always liked Keith, so I I don't know. I feel like if if I was him, I would never in a million years speak to any one of you guys. I I would hate you all. Good call. Good call on that. But why? So why is it? You know, are you are you just that charming? Your voice well, is let charming. Let me tell you a good story. Please do, Mike Howells. I like when you do this. <clears throat> so these are my favorite times. We hear <laughs> endangered feces here from Queens, New York. Have this new album, Insane Brown Posse. That uh, after, where where can people get it? By the way, you can get it at overdoseonrecords.com. dot com. You can get it at uh, Interpunk. You can get it. Uh, you can get it iTunes, iTunes, Amazon. Oh, that, I didn't think that was all an of that shit. So. I had not spoken with Pete Cronin, who played drums for us for many, many years. Great. One Pete of the greatest. Cronin. Yeah. Before Hugo and Earl. Uh-huh. And, uh, I mean, certainly he left the band on good terms. Right. Um, he just, Did he? Sure. He, good, as, yeah, no, he, he's gay. He left it nicely. You know. He didn't curse sure anybody did. out. Or... I was um, in the band with Pete. Um, he needed to get on with his life and do other things. And, you know, that's cool. Um. I had not spoken with Pete in a long... And I think, Lorenzo, you were there the last time I saw Pete. He showed up at that practice uh, a few years ago. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He he comes in clean-shaven, short-haired, with wow. a bag full of beers, and just drops them on the ground. And we're like, 
No one had seen him in like three years. Yeah, and he just he comes look? walking in. I've been trying to contact him for. Ever. Well, it, I'm glad that you mentioned that. That's awesome. Go ahead. So, it's either going to end well or poorly for me. <laughs> I don't know which one. Well, for for you. Okay, good. I called him up. Okay. The other day, and he answered. Well, I called him up, and I was trying to leave Pete Cronin a voicemail. I was going to say, hey, you know, we have this new record out, and. Uh, I would really just love to to get a copy of it to you. Um, we have a couple of shows coming up. If you're not interested in coming out to the shows, you know, just e- you know, email me, you know, a mailing address, and I would just love to send you a couple of copies. So I was trying to leave him a voicemail, but I think Lorenzo even mentioned he has a weird voicemail system. And hey, is that really him? But he does have the same number. Okay. So I was just trying to leave a voicemail, and I got kicked out of the system. Okay. So, okay, I call back, and he picks up the phone. <gasps> wow. He goes, hello? And I'm like, oh, my God. Yo! And he fucking hung up on me. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Swear and, to God. and now, did Swear you call to back to leave the message, or you just fuck it, and that's it? You left it alone. You can't top that. No, yeah, that's true. <laughs> leave it alone. So I guess I guess I have a shot of at least hearing his voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Call him up. All right. I'm going to try this. Maybe we'll call him after John plays the record. <laughs> call him right now if you want. Oh, he wouldn't be upset with that at all. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> the guy, he would, he would, you know what? What's you his know number? what happened? He'd crash through here like the Kool Aid man. I, He'd I can't. Come right I, through the wall. You don't have to I'd say like it to on the air. Just tell, tell me I'll, what it is. I'll write it write down. Write it down for, for me. I'll, I'll call write it down for you. Jay Levitz, I want to hear the story of uh, Johnny Ramone's guitar. The Mo's right that you, you used a, to own. This and is a very big bone of contention for me, hairdo, over here. I have mm-hmm. a problem with this. Jay, you used to own the uh, a blue Mo's right, correct? I did. Mo's right? Mo's right? What's the correct Mose pronunciation? Right. Mo's right. Mo's right. Uh, it belonged to uh, Johnny Ramone. I, I bought, a, uh, you know, I, I also <laughs> figured he was going to live forever. Right. Um, when, they, when their career was winding down, they were selling off some of their... I guess, for lack of a better term, spare gear. And uh, Johnny had a blue most right guitar. Um, so strangely enough, he he flat out told me that he really, um, if he had used it, he didn't recall that he had bought up a bunch of most right guitars because they they were um, they were popular in the '60s. They were they had an association with the the band The Ventures. But they uh, they had not produced guitars in about 15, 20 years at that point, and he was just stockpiling them. So he bought this particular guitar, or maybe even uh, uh, the guy's name was Semi Mosley, who owned the company. Semi Mosley may have given him the guitar. And he flat out told me, if I did use it, I don't remember, but it's it's a guitar that I had as a spare. Right. Um, and it did have a strap with it. So to be fair, I did keep the strap. All um, right, I'll, I can accept this. I, I so every now and then you can get your strap on. Right, I would never. <laughs> of course, um, I would never take the guitar out of the house. Um, to be, I, I mean, I am. I consider myself lucky. I got to play Johnny's White Most Right. Like, I, and, I got, and what albums was that used to record? The blue one. He told me if he did use it, he didn't even know. Oh, I pay thought, attention. I, I, goddamn. I thought you said at one point when we had talked. This is earlier years no, no. ago that you had told me that was recorded, <laughs> used to be recorded. Pay attention to it, my it, long-winded ramblings. <laughs> goddamn it! Well, strangely <laughs> enough, that guitar had a tremolo system. Earl's killing me. So it could have been it could have been used for an overdub where there was a tremolo bar. So done this was by this is really Daniel Ray's guitar. 
No, no, no. But, oh, I was saying about, I even got to fondle his white Moserite. And, dude, those guitars are pieces of shit. They're terrible. <laughs> right. Um, but his guitar, his stage guitars are very heavily modified. Okay. Um, they would they would throw away the tremolo system and put in like a Gibson hardtail system. They changed out all the pickups. This one was stock, the way it was. And like I'm saying, even his white guitar, which is as far as I'm concerned, is the holy grail of punk rock. Okay. Uh, to it it played like like a dime store piece of shit. Doesn't change the fact that it was Johnny Ramone's guitar. Let's just cut to the chase. Okay. You sold that fucking guitar to I, buy the VHT. I bought a VHT amplifier. The great oh, fucking app. Stupid Here's, solid state. Pitbull. How much did you get for the Here's guitar? Here's the problem. Okay. You didn't even give us a chance first. That's, yeah. You didn't even say, right. hey, fellas, I'm thinking of selling this guitar. Because I'll tell you right now, I would have chipped in with, with Mike and John, maybe, you know, a few hundred dollars each. Yeah. You could have had it on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, Jay Levitt says he lives on a one-way street. He's the most one-way guy ever. He gives not a fuck really to anybody but himself. I, you know, at the time, I was making good cash. I probably could have He's, gotten us this thing outright as a group. This is bullshit, Jay. How much did you sell the guitar for? How much was it? You don't, I, you don't I, have to say. I, I paid. I paid eight hundred. I sold it for sixteen hundred. What? Wow, that's pretty good. I, that's not bad. <laughs> I don't know. I would have given you thirty five hundred. You, know you know what? It's not about the money. I I, I assumed the man was going to live forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? That's a crazy assumption. I mean, what is he? Dracula? Anyone that angry? <laughs> I imagine well, well, could just tell. Death, wait a minute. Are you going to no, tell me fuck that you? Johnny might have been Dracula. No, I, I, <laughs> hold on a second. Now. You are right, but did you think that he'd gonna he was gonna ha haphazardly sell you another one of his Moserites? No, but you know what? I, I was fortunate enough to to meet them many, like many many times. I have I do have a lot of stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. I do have a lot of things autographed didn't, by them. Didn't you play in the Ramones for a, yeah? A, didn't you try, out? I, try I, out? I got to audition. JJ Ramones. JJ. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever go over if if you got the job? What your name would have been? JJ, you know we uh, we didn't we didn't make it that far. <laughs> what did you do? You go to audition for the Ramones, and uh, they say, "What song do you want to play?" And you count off, you com clean out your drawers. You count off Commando in German, don't you? Is that what happened? Oh fuck! Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the first song you played? No, the first song was uh oh god oh Jesus Christ! First song was uh Sheena. Oh yeah? oh yeah, and they they decided that they said let's play Sheen as well. Rock when when to get the audition, you had to you had to call. Strangely enough, uh, you would deal not with Monty but one of Monty's uh, subordinates, and you were told to learn four songs for your audition. Okay, and okay, if the four uh, so it was uh, it was that one, Pet Cemetery, which was their hit at the time, yeah. hmm. uh, Bop Till You Drop, and uh, wow. Uh, beat on the brat. I wasn't expecting. Okay, that. but uh, did well with those songs. Got to play more songs with them. Got to say one, two, three, four, which was exciting. Mm -hmm. um, ultimately, Jesus Christ, they made the right choice with CJ. You know, Keith and I went to see the Ramones. Um, not when C when CJ had first joined the band. He did had you like dress at, like a Ramon when you went to the audition? I bought. <laughs> is, is Lorenzo? Let me see this. <clears throat> no, okay. I bought a. I, Lorenzo actually has a, a. Often wears a a dark blue uh, t shirt with the with the New York Yankees logo on the left breast. Very often. As soon as I got the audition, I bought one and I washed it like <laughs> seventy times. <laughs> Johnny being a huge Yankees yeah. fan. So um, yeah. But uh, you know, Keith and I went to see the Ramones when CJ had been in the band uh, maybe for almost a year. 
and we got to the show late. It what, was it was this was, Jones Beach? No, 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 it was at uh, Studio uh, Fifty Four. Okay, that, and we yeah. came in while they were playing uh, Teenage Lobotomy. Like right at the beginning of the set. Right. And at this point, CJ's hair had grown out because when he first joined the band, he had, he had short, short spiky. Yeah. But he had the same hair as Dee Dee. And like from the very back of the venue, and it was a pretty big room, when, when you came in from the very back of the room, like CJ had the same hair. He had, he dressed like Dee Dee with the ripped yeah, jeans. Yeah, you would have thought black. that he was Dee Dee. He had a, you know, a cream colored precision base. Dude, he was, if you ever saw them with CJ, he was fantastic. I've seen both, and yes, he was. He did. I mean, there, I cannot think of a human being who would have done a better job than he did. They, you know, they've admittedly said he sprung new life into them, just you know, amongst themselves to keep trying. Keep Much going. like young Earl here. Can you tell us? Can you just briefly? Can you tell the story about when they asked you to play? Uh, I noticed he cemetery? said. Notice he said briefly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a bad. Thing. No. Tell, no, come on, tell us. No, it's an, it, no. no. Come on, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I made my decision. No. A little too brief. This is Jay Levitt it's speaking. Just... No, no, no. That's that was a little too brief. There's got to be somewhere in the middle, Jay. I'll let you tell it long. Okay, fine. Nice. Let's okay, just we got time. Let's, let's just like say the meat of this is the meat of the how story. Many, how many guests do we have? Like, that got to be a Ramon. Yeah. Let's just say off the top of our heads that uh, the chords to Pet Cemetery, the verse part, are like D, E, and F. Um. Let it be said, Johnny Ramone, greatest punk rock guitar player of all time ever. Here, here. Um, without whom oh, none, yeah. none of us would know each other or have anything to do other than drink. Um, that being said, I, I don't think he was a classically trained or schooled musician. You think? <laughs> Best classically punk trained. rock guitar player <laughs> ever on earth, ever. No one's arguing with you, pal. So I, I played the first. I, I played at, at the audition. I do uh, Sheena's a punk rocker, and I do Bob Till You Drop. Right, That's some production there. So it's time to play. It, 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 it is time to play Pet Cemetery. <laughs> and uh, it is time to play time, Pet Cemetery. It's time to play Pet Cemetery. <laughs> so we're they're like, all right, let's do Pet Cemetery. And Johnny says, "Oh, hey, you know what?" Let's do it in the key of D. And yeah, I shit my pants right there, and I thought, wait a second. It's in D. Well, it may or may not be. You know, fun, the th something you think in D might could be F sharp, but, you know, he doesn't know that either. <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, this is a test. These, mother these motherfuckers, they want to see if I'm an actual musician. So I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, hell yeah, let's do it. Let, let's let's do it, man. Let's do it in D. And Johnny's like, uh, now nah, let's do it the regular way. <laughs> <laughs> testing me. It is a good show. Uh, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do is I'm, uh, I'm we're going to take a quick break, very very quick. I'm going to go inside and try to reset something because in 50 shows this is the worst the live stream has ever been it's just the, the i can't concentrate it's us we, we have this we effect it's obviously us. it's it's yeah. the show is all chopped up i don't know what's going on i'm gonna go inside and try to j jiggle some wires and uh we'll take a break everything's recording fine in the podcast which you could listen to on itunes by the way next I got, week i got and, something um, you can jiggle oh yeah before you go where, list. is there a piss bucket back here? yes uh the piss bucket's to your right it leads right outside the garage there okay, okay, uh, p where the flea is this is america jack 
That was so formal. Yes, the piss bucket is to your right. <laughs> uh, we're going to piss in a bucket. We're going to play the entire Endangered Feces record, Insane now? Brown Posse, right now. Right now. And uh, take a 10-minute break <laughs> while we play the entire album. Hit record on your when? Walkmans or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to go jiggle things and uh, reset stuff and uh, try to figure this out. But uh, keep in mind. By that, are you going to jiggle Jay's cock after he's done pissing? Shake it more than three times you're playing with it. I've seen it. It's delightful. (laughs) It's it's thick. Thank you. you (laughs) Jay Levitz has a big schmeckle for those of you at home. Yeah. You know, in case case you were wondering. Right. So uh, we'll be back. And uh, thank you. Here is, uh, if that's okay, if we could play the whole album. I guess people could just steal it, though. Is that all right with you? Yeah. Yeah, you eleven people. Can I, uh, can I introduce it? Yes, of course. Go ahead. All right, uh, this is Early Gates, and this is Endangered Feces with their brand new album called Insane Brown Posse. All right, coming at you.
Yeah, that's the insane brown posse in its entirety during the break. Thank you, Thank endangered you. feces. Thanks. That's hey, awesome. Lorenzo, is that you singing the last song, right? Yeah, that was me doing my uh, unique vocal stylings. Unbelievable. <laughs> they just like we can every song. Start a little... They're uh, a little pitchy, I gotta say. <laughs> there is also a very sexy secret bonus track that's we, we left easily twice as long as the actual music <laughs> on the album. Yeah, which is like the video. You guys did a video for... Um, uh, the uh, Houston, we have a drinking Houston, problem. Drink. <laughs> right, which is hilarious, and I watched it, and it's awesome. And the video segments without the music are longer than the song itself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And what, what's funny is that I, I read some of the comments that people wrote in. More Jay Levitz. And, and someone... <laughs> There's a, you only see, like, Lorenzo and Jay. Someone... You someone see Jay on a toilet for about I, a second. I swear to God, this song is 47 seconds long. And like <laughs> that's a, a YouTube comment. What a. does that mean? And B, you're a moron because if you're the song is twenty seconds. <laughs> so what kind of a moron yeah. takes it upon himself to like a decide how long the song is and B actually log into whatever he was logging into to comment on it with the wrong number? I think you should uh, get in contact with the iTunes people because according to my iTunes, it's twenty eight seconds long. So you should. Oh yeah, you're probably. Right. You got to shave a second off of that. All I know is you guys have been here for 45 minutes, and that bottle of Jameson is still three quarters of the way full. Do, do you, well, we, we, we know there's trivia. Some coming people aren't. Apparently, no one actually knows how long. It, when you're recording with Don Fury, is he producing the album too? Is he giving you production notes and all that jazz? Yell louder! Like, is he saying like, too, the song's too short? No, he doesn't get involved with the okay. songwriting, but performances he'll yeah, you know he, um, to, scrum to on be the fair, ice. He uh, he he does certainly coax a good performance out of you, right? He's um, not going to let anything you know half-ass go out with his name on it, so he will push you a little bit. And uh, certainly, he gave uh, he gave Keith a few suggestions here and there. Um, and I, I think the vocals came out great. Like he mentioned, maybe eat a salad every now and then. Oh, uh, that's not nice. What? Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a harmony vocal, actually. At the, there, there's a song on the record. Uh, it's a tribute to our I don't friend think eating Jake more is Reno the from uh, Norman Bates and the Showerheads. Yes. What was, what's the name and, of it? Uh, Don, Don suggested to Keith uh, to try a harmony vocal at the end. It wound up sounding great. Right. I, I always like the uh, harmony vocals on the feces songs, especially the John Hulan Miracle Harmony. <laughs> slong. <laughs> you guys, next jeans that fits in the girls all want your slong. Spanish jeans that fits the girls all want your slong. Exactly. Um, where uh, we get the album on uh, one more time? Amazon, iTunes. Where else? What, what, who put this album out? The the good folks at Overdose on Records. Overdose. What? From uh, on records. Overdose on records. On or on? On. 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 Overdose on, on records. records. Right, um, you can go to their website. Um, you can also go to Interpunk to buy a tangible copy. Yes, please do that. Please buy the tangible that. copy. That's the best way to. What's what? What puts the most money in Jay Levitt's pocket? I know there's no money in the delivering the mail to Puerto Ricans. <laughs> <laughs> delivering. Oh, well, uh, please, please. Do, do you still deliver my... junk mail in a Puerto Rican ghetto? Is what puts the Jay, money in my pocket. Hey Jay, do you still deliver mail to Greasy Hernandez or Conti Ramirez? <laughs> Hold on. Someone say something funny in the minute. Uh, right. In the meantime, hold on. <laughs> well, I think I Greasy think the... Hernandez stands. In the... I, I'm not following that. By the way, since you folks are, are listening at home, if you are retarded or fucked up enough to actually enjoy this thing that we do, um, go to the YouTube 
and do a search for endangered feces Houston we have a drinking problem and you can see a hilarious video it sounds complicated I like it the it's fact not that complicated he... you could just stay home and do it and it doesn't cost you anything directed by Francis Ford Crapola that's right you could exactly. sit there in your tap out sweats and uh, did, at your leisure did somebody Here, take a look really... at this can I, I don't know if you go by hairdo or your actual name no, I, I, well, I go by hairdo Everybody. that is a actual piece of mail from my actual Puerto Rican ghetto <coughs> what does it say, say it out loud I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to mentally pronounce the last name before I forget go about for the it. last name. All right. Well, it's Miss Cunty Persard. <laughs> That's what pays the bills, my friends. Cunty Persard is a forward for the wings. Cunty Persard lives in Queens, New York. I'm just gonna. That's Cunty all I'm giving Persaud. you. Cunty Persard. We were talking with Jay Levitt and Danger Feces. Uh, Jay Levitt's obviously a big Detroit Red Wings fan, so he's very happy. Happy, yeah. and we have a lot of Chicago listeners who are unhappy with the uh, result. I don't want to talk about hockey. You guys want to play a quick Price is Right style game? Yes. Sure. All right. Here we go. Jay, how many Stanley Cup championships did you enjoy? Four. Is Steve Eiserman still on the team? How about Paul Eiserbach? Nicholas Lidstrom? The eyes of Detroit are gone. Eyes of Detroit. What's up with the squids? All right. Listen, I have a quick game for you here, fellas. In my hand, I have a bag of things I've bought at the... At the uh, holy shit, this at the is, bodega. This, this is really happening. He has like a bag. It's from called like the, the Shithead Price is Right. I like it. <laughs> you want to play the Shithead Price is Right? Yeah. I, I find myself to be a shithead. So the, the great thing about yes. the great thing about this game is if you get whoever gets closest to the price without going over will win the actual piece of shithead thing that I bought at the bodega. I'm excited. I see a Slim Jim sticking out of the bag. <laughs> You're damn right. All right, Mike. Let's start with that. Not only is this a Slim Jim, it's a uh, Slim Jim. It's big. Slim Jim Dare, which is really, it says really freaking hot on it. Uh, let's go around. Ryan, uh, you go first. What do you think this costs? Slim Jim Dare. It's about a 18 inches long. 89 cents. Hairdo? We can't go over? Of course not. Price is right rules. What the fuck's wrong with you? $1, John. <laughs> One dollar and seven cents. All right, ninety-nine cents. Jay Levitt's way. Well, let's go. Uh, All right, ninety-nine. Again. I say one fifty-nine. Ninety-nine. I just wanted to say one dollar because I can. Look at John try to do the math. Figure out. I'm an idiot. Everyone remember what you said. <laughs> I think Lorenzo's the winner with a dollar seven. The right price is a dollar forty-nine. Lorenzo, you win the Slim Jim. I, yeah. I wish yeah. gave one dollar and come seven on cents. down. <laughs> All right, the next item in shithead prices, right, is this bowl of dehydrated noodles, which I guess you, uh, I don't know what you do. You put it in the microwave, put, add bo- uh, boiling water to it. Let's go. Ryan, what do you say? How much does that cost? Two seventy nine. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> one dollar and seven cents. All right, one dollar and seven cents again from Stop Lorenzo J. Levitz. Bastard. Oh, pass. <laughs> Jay Lewis passes early gates. Dollar ninety nine. Dollar ninety nine. All right. I think early gates. You're the closest. The uh, it was actually kind of expensive. It's two twenty five. Get the fuck out of here. I think he overcharged me. My corner. Go. My corner store charges a dollar for those. What's funny things. is I'm actually going to eat this. <laughs> Yeah. All right, let's Don't see worry, what else I have in this box. brown posse money starts rolling in, you'll get the real likeness and right. I, I hold in my hand a, uh, a, a, a 24 cents for loco, uh, loco margarita-flavored beverage. I don't want that. Well, guess the price. <laughs> is wrong. that legal? No, I think they took out whatever the illegal <laughs> ingredient is, but we're here to put it back in. I want to go last. Tonight. $1.49. 
All right, here, do you want to go last? Go ahead, Lorenzo. Oh, you fucked me no, up. No, fuck it. I, I'll it's say, I'll, I will say two ninety nine, three dollars Fuck. Mm. Fuck that. One ninety nine, $2.75. The price of the Four Loco is two forty nine. dollars Oh, I got it right on the money. You got it right? Wow. Yeah, you said, I got to chug it. What'd you say? $1.49. It's two forty nine. I forget. I lost. Wait, but Heritage went over. I Lorenzo won, went won, over. Won. I think you still win. Here you go. Here's All your right. four loco. You have to drink it now, though. Hello, caller. You're on the air. What? Is that Mario? Caller, you're on the air. Keith. Hello. Keith. Hey, Keith. Keith. What's up, Keith? How you doing? It's Keith from Hi, Endangered Keith. Feces. Hi, Keith. You want to play Prices Right? Shithead Prices Right with us? Uh, yeah. I'm calling you from a phone that cost me a dollar seven. <laughs> All right. $1. Is, that, is that your answer? Keith Stockman, uh, the singer of uh, Endangered Species. Uh, Keith, how much is this money house blessing sandalwood insects? Incest. Sense. <laughs> <laughs> Too much Jameson. It comes with 22 sticks of Indian spirit. I mean, you get 10% free. What do you think that is, Keith? $1.29. Ryan. $1.99. Kill the music. It's fucking up my concentration. <laughs> I'm really loud. <laughs> really got to think yeah. about this. <laughs> I, I want this. So I got to think. Wait, you said $1.99? Yeah. You win! Autumn Auto wins. Damn it. Automatic win. 22 wow. sticks. I'm going to burn them all right now. Ryan found a roll. Of course, the winner of the game will be the person with the most items. <laughs> All right, so here we go. How long is this going to go on for? Uh, not that long. Another two minutes. Uh, Steel Reserve, 24-ounce can, endorsed by the Ramones. Ryan, what do you think this can of Steel Reserve costs on shithead prices, right? 99 cents. You're way off. A buck 99. $2. Jay Levitz. I didn't understand the question. How much do you think this steel can of steel was? Two dollars and eleven cents. <laughs> Early gates. Two dollars and one cent. Everybody's wait, wait, over. Keith Starkman. Oh, Keith Starkman. I'll say a dollar seventy-nine. Keith Starkman, you've won this can of twenty-four ounce steel reserve. The proper price is uh, one seventy-nine. One seventy-five. What did he say? He said one seventy-nine. Oh no, I said one seventy-nine. Oh, you're over, Keith. Sorry, over. you're over by four cents. So who who was who Give guessed it to under? Ryan. Ryan guessed totally wrong. You get the steel reserve too. Start uh, drinking, buddy. Yeah. You know you're better. You're better off eating that incense than drinking that steel reserve or feel, and four loco. <laughs> what if I turn the music like all the way down like that? Don't don't even bother with the music. <laughs> it's the best. It My is. favorite part. Let's hear. All right, next. a couple more Rod items Roddy. here on shithead prices, Roddy. right? Really? You want to be Rod Roddy? Yeah, yeah you could do those it. Suits he used to wear. Yeah, absolutely. I really like. Those yeah. Suits. I miss Rod Roddy. All right, we, we're Keith, if you can still hear us, we have a Dutch master here, a, an old Dutchie <laughs> that the uh, local, the local people, they uh, a Dutch master for rolling blunts. Right, they uh, uh, they empty out the contents and fill it with weeds. Ryan, weigh in with your answer. Just a regular seventy nine cents, a dollar, seventy eight cents. Jay Levitz. Fuck. <laughs> Early games. <laughs> he passes yeah, again. 89 cents. Jay Levitt's unable to even just guess a number. You can't just guess a number. <sighs> Jay, say 50 cents. All the good answers are already taken. Jay, say 50 cents. Say Fine. one. 50 cents. Uh, early gates, what'd you say? 89. Keith Starkman? 65 cents. 
Uh, it's two fucking dollars, wow. this thing. Yeah. You believe that? Because they know people go in there to smoke weeds. Give me my blunt. And they say, make it $2. Oh, Hairdo, you're the best around. All right. You win the blunt. All right. On next uh, item on shithead prices, right? Do you have in there? Um, I have the... This is the... This is the Fucking gold, holy grail of being a shithead. Ooh, I like this. Vienna sausage. See what this is? Vienna sausage. Vienna sausage. Vienna. In a can. Ooh. Can is a 4.6 ounce can of Vienna sausage. A four six. Hey huh? Keith. Yes, Jayla. can you hear me in there? I can hear you. <laughs> what 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 will one of the main ingredients be in this Vienna sausage? Partially dehydrated beef fatty tissue. Or what else? <laughs> <laughs> Partially defatted beef fatty tissue. And like mechanically <laughs> separated chicken, right? That's the first yeah. ingredient, Jay. You're correct. Mechanically se- so I win. No. <laughs> I win. Okay. I think with partially defatted The ingredients beef fatty of the Vienna sausage uh, are mechanically separated chicken, chicken broth, water, beef, pork. I like water is like I think I way win. down the list. I dropped science on your Contains asses. less than 2% of salt, blah, blah, blah. Contains less than 2% chicken. <laughs> Sodium nitrate. Sodium mennonite. And uh, this is the poor man's, uh, you know, meal. I mean, for a... Oh, I can't tell you what it was. <laughs> Whoops. I almost gave the price away. What do you think, Ryan? Dollar twenty-nine for the Vienna sausage. Hairdo. It's Vienna sausage. That's I'm going right. to go a buck seventy-nine. It's Vienna right there. That's the 40-cent Vienna increase. Lorenzo. One penny. <laughs> Jay Levitz. Mechanically separated chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what you want to do is guess a number. Let's go to early really gates since uh, Jay Levitz. 129. All right. 129. Uh, buck 50. All right. And the winner Wait. is? Keith Starkman. Oh, Keith Starkman. I'm sorry, Keith. Was, was 99 cents said? Yeah, it was taken. No. No. Dial 29 was also I'm said. so bad. You no, can say 99 nine, cents. 99 cents. Wow. Ryan was going to win. Uh, Lorenzo was going to win with a penny. But the winner is Keith Starkman. Yeah. It cost $1 at Optimo. $1 at Optimo. Thank you. <laughs> Keith Starkman, I'm putting this Vienna sausage on the side for you. You were the winner. John, I just picture you coming home with this bag of goodies and your wife looking at the bag and do the old, I, I don't know what you have in mind for tonight, but I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get a uh, bottle of old Harper, some fireworks. No, I only have a couple more items here. Uh, my, I hid the bu- wi- bag from my wife because if I came home with that, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? What <laughs> the she would fuck you are you doing? That's right. what you're spending money on. I have this. Oh, right who's now? burning that incense? Right now, That's she's disgusting. I did because I won it. Oh, God. She's going through your wallet right Here's now. Dave Harrison's Confirm favorite the Vienna sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Dave Harrison's favorite meal, deluxe Italian style sub from 7-Eleven. What do you think it costs, Keith Starkman? It's about a six-inch sub uh, from 7-Eleven. Early Gates can see the price. By I'm the way. Say I crossed it out. <laughs> I, I, I crossed I it out with a marker. What do you think this is my first fucking price? Is right? <laughs> I see the, the net weight. <laughs> the net weight. <laughs> Keith Starkman, you want to take a guess? I'll say 229. Okay, 229 from Keith Starkman. Ryan Collins. I'm gonna go higher than that. I'm gonna say four dollars. I'm going higher than that. I'm gonna say four sixty nine. Twenty two dollars. <laughs> That's how much you're willing to pay for it right now. Yeah. That's your doctor bill after you eat it. I concur with four dollars. <laughs> okay. Three ninety nine. I'm gonna say three. I'm not splitting it with you. I'm the first to Dude, say four dollars. I don't want it. Three fifty. Three fifty. What'd you say, Hairdo? Four sixty nine. You are the winner. You win a deluxe Italian Holy style shit. sub. When did you buy this? Congratulations. And Lisa G on the chat box uh totally nailing the exact price at four ninety nine. Hooray!
She Catch. How, how old is this thing? It's brand new. You can eat it right now. It's. it's actually, I bought it today. It's, okay. Sure. I bought it right before. 7-Eleven, eat fresh. So it's only two days old, really. <laughs> yeah, fresh. Right. Not eat fresh. I like that. Fresh. <laughs> All right. Uh, two more items. Uh, quickly. Sugar donuts. Ooh, <laughs> I'm going to win disgusting. the fuck oh, out of those. Oh, my God. Look I at those. Sandwich. They're uh, like I'm a drooling. powdered. There's like six powdered donuts in this little package made by the Duchess Company. Yum. What do you, Nine, what do you 99 think that cents. Ah, shit. Sorry. Everybody say 99 cents so we get one each. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, come over and get your donut. Uh, 99 How long cents, are you guys Ryan. going to be there? We'll be here. Oh, yeah. Not to, not not too long. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant past 11. No no, no more past 11. Hairdo, quick, you know quickly. I want, fucking, I want those donuts and I'll pay $1.29 for those. Lorenzo. I'll fight you for them. Uh, $27. <laughs> Keith's the, uh, <laughs> hey, who remembers the night Taco Bell reopened? Uh, uh, Early gates. Glorious. <laughs> I say $1. Who gives 25. a fuck about these donuts? $1.25. Who said, uh, what'd you say, Mike? I said $1.29. Keith Starkman. My wife says two ninety nine. Ooh, way too much. Way too much. Mike Howes, you're yes! the winner of the Sugar Donuts hairdo. Congratulations. All and, food uh, items. They were down. actually $1.60 at Optimo. Wow. <laughs> $1.60. All right, one more quick item here. You know what this is? Uh-oh. It's a bottle of Sutter Home wine in a plastic bottle. Wait, where was this purchased? Was it purchased at I, Penn Station? I can't tell you. I mi- No. I mixed it up so you couldn't guess. Do you have a receipt? I just want... I got it, the receipts. It, 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 you should have seen me in Optimo. The guy, I said to the guy in Optimo, can I get a receipt? And he goes, okay. And every single thing, every item on the receipt said candy. Oh, yeah, I get it itemized. But, okay, that's fine. I, I sat there with the guy, and I wrote down the items next to it. And he's like, help me out. So I go, oh, and then I bought a, uh, I'm not going to use this. I go, uh, what's the uh, easy wider cost was one of the items. And he goes, uh, oh, I forgot to charge you for that. And because I was sitting there like a dick writing all that. I'm like, oh, shit. You told him you're shopping for a nursing home, right? <laughs> I was going to tell him. I'm on, a, I'm on a college scavenger hunt, bro. I'm on a mission from God. <laughs> so... Like Listen, that sounds any worse my, than my, I do. I do a podcast out of my garage. Yeah, it's uh, for my fraternity, uh, Levitts, Levitts, and Levitts. So, so th- this this bottle of Sutter Home wine that I'm looking at right here was not purchased at Penn Station. Correct. I'm it not was purchased look- locally, locally in Flushing. Okay. Optimo. Flushing. Did I spit from a man here? named EJ. I'm not going to say whether it was at E-Jazz Optimo, Seven Eleven, or whatever it was. In my heart, he is. Is he related to Cunty Persaud? <laughs> Uh, probably, it's a small right. bottle of Sutter Home wine, and uh, you could see uh, New York One anchor Lewis Dodley drinking this on the Long Island Railroad what on his way home. As a, su- what type of white it is, wine is I, it? It's Moscato. <laughs> I can't wait to. I, I want to win this. Never so heard of bad. that. It's a small bottle. It's maybe, you know, what do you say that is? Eight ounces? Hmm. I don't know. Less. Less? Six? Somebody changed their name for mechanically four. separated chicken in 10% the uh, alcohol by volume. What does it say on the label? How much is it? It's not, not for individual sale, but if you go, if this is shithead prices, right? You could buy whatever you want in these bodegas. There are, there are some drinkers in this room because it just got real serious when he broke, brought out the wine. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, how many ounces is that? Yeah, you notice no one's joking around anymore. <laughs> Caller, hold on one second. Uh, one more. Uh, let's go. Come on. Guess the price. $4. My guess is uh, uh, 2 bucks. $54. Jay Levitz. Fuck. Pass. Three dollars. Call her just hung up. Yeah. <laughs> Call her. Serves them right. Uh, early gates. Keith. Three dollars. Keith, weigh in. <laughs> Keith. Uh, Keith. I lost him. I lost Keith. He's the one we lost. You're all over. I get to keep the bottle of wine. It's only a dollar forty nine. Oh wow! Thanks everybody for playing. Shithead prices right. All right. Uh, yeah. I'll try.
trade you one sandwich and a thing of donuts for a thing of wine. Really? Uh, I'll do that trade. I, I actually, can we ha- can we make it half a sandwich? No. All right, it's, I'm in. I'm in. I'll trade. I'll trade I'm you in. just the sandwich. You can keep the donuts. If you guys give really, me, give yeah, me I'm everything. Not I'll, 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 give me everything. I'll put out the incense. Deal. It's send it yeah, over. Otherwise, really? I'll keep Jesus. burning it. Please, don't throw that bottle send at me. This no, I won't. It's plastic. Don't worry. Oh yeah, and throw it. <laughs> I will. De- I will oh, gladly trade you the wine for the sandwich. Nice trade. Thank you, everybody, for playing uh, Shithead Prices Right. We wait for our uh, guest, Doug Gillard, uh, from Guided by Voices, to call in. I guess I think that might have been him. him. <laughs> we lost him. I don't know. My yeah. phones are all fucked up. <laughs> My phone's all fucked up because Keith Starkman was on it. Remember, heaviest pet spader nude. Donuts Keith. and Jameson. You know what? Let's uh, take a break. Let's play songs, and if the person calls in, I'll come out of the break. How about that? You want to play something over here? Can or? I still be Rod Roddy? Yes, yes you can. Yeah, hairdo, please play something I'm out of songs. <laughs> this is some show. Caller, you're on the air. Hey, I'm calling in to talk to John and you guys. This is Doug. Hey, this is Doug Gillard. Uh, how you doing, man? Good. How are you guys doing? We're doing okay. Uh, I'm sorry I accidentally hung up on you. Oh, no, that's okay. My call didn't go through. Oh, uh, okay. You've been doing the whole uh, radio circuit today. You talked to Rutgers and all sorts of things. This is a different kind of radio show. <laughs> With a kind yeah, of curse on. Yeah, cool. Yeah, you can curse, and uh, you know we're we're gonna play. Uh, we're not sure. We're li- we're getting a little drunk. We're not sure if we're allowed to play uh, "Guided by Voices" songs, or uh, we don't know. We have no music license. Yeah, I mean. So. <laughs> I mean, it's okay by me. Right. Well, Are you we're just, just questioning gonna... the, the the legality of other things. We're just gonna play the one you wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of I helped write more than that one, but there's there's only a few. Uh, as far as that goes, but right. no. well, Doug, thanks for calling in uh, to live from the Barrage. We appreciate it. Uh, well, thanks for having me. And uh, let's see, I have some questions for you. Our our, oh. our resident guided by voices expert Dave, who's my co-host, could not make it today due to illness in his family. So I'm like kind of lost, oh. but uh, I'll do my best. <laughs> We're okay. uh, Doug. Thanks for calling in. The reason Doug's calling in is because uh, my band Risk Reward is playing with Eastern Anchors and Doug. Uh, at, Asbury Lanes in uh, Asbury Park, uh, New Jersey, Saturday, uh, Friday, May 31st, correct? Yes. Did you ever play there before? I've never been there. It's pretty awesome. I saw Shellac play there, and it's a cool venue. Should be a good time. 
You play right on the lane, correct? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think um, there's a stage. Okay. I mean, I've seen footage of other things where people play. <laughs> oh, really? You've seen uh, footage where bands are playing right on the lanes? Mm, not there. Other alleys. I saw sick of it all there, and they performed on the stage. Oh, really? Yeah, there, there was a stage, and uh, it sounded good. It was actually, I saw Shellac at ATP proper, like inside the building on a real stage, and the, the show they did in the afternoon at uh, Asbury Park the next at Asbury Lanes the next day was a lot better. It sounded oh, wow. better, and it was it was just cooler. It's like an intimate little yeah. place. So hopefully we get some people in there. How'd you get roped into been, this? I've been, to, uh, <laughs> I've been to Stone Pony, and we played there about, what is it, 2001, or I don't know what year it was. Right. How'd you, get, how'd you get roped into this show, Dave or, David Urbano? Uh, well, I'm sorry? Yeah, I know Dave, Dave Urbano. Yeah, he's the one who convinced you to do this? <laughs> big, yeah. Big mistake. <laughs> I actually played a set with him uh, at Maxwell's in the past. Oh, yeah? Uh, great band. With, with Eastern, Eastern Anchors. Yeah, I like playing. We play with those guys. They're good. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, you've been in a bunch of bands that are considered like seminal in the Cleveland music scene. I hate to use that word, but uh, uh, you were in Children's Crusade when you were 19. Is that true? Yeah, 18 and 19. <laughs> and you wrote all the songs and played all the instruments? Well, um, yeah, musically, in Fraser Sims um, sang, he wrote the, the, wrote the lyrics. Um, kind of the same setup I have with Bob when we do lifeguards. Right now, Bob, uh, being the main songwriter and guy who's by voices, uh, how does it, you know how does that work? How, what's the uh, dynamic there? Like you guys, you came out with that one song, which is like a fucking that's a hit single in my in my to my ears. Well, that, that was a Gem song. I had a band called Gem at the same time. We we were opening up for GBV, and they were coming to Cleveland because they were on Scat Records, and you know they played in town, and we opened up for them a couple times, and so did Cobra Verde, which I was also in. Right, and. Uh, I had given Bob a, a tape of some gem stuff, and I'm a tree went unreleased. It didn't. It didn't go on our uh, actual album that we put out. So, so did it get popular because just like uh, you know, organically, like uh, you know, word of mouth and stuff? Because it's a pretty big song. I mean, you know. Well, he he wanted to cover that song since it didn't get released, and yeah. so really it was a cover, and uh, you know, I just happened to still be part of some band that was covering it. And um, Matador made it a, one of the singles from the record, and you know, what's this uh, documentary, American Cannibal? You did the music to. I wanted to know American scene. Cannibal: The Road to Reality. No, that was a movie from 2006. Yeah, that, um, a friend of mine, Michael Nigro and Perry Grevin did, um, and it, it was a it was a, a fictional story. Purported to be a documentary about reality television, um, where eventually the contestants find out they're on an island. Uh, they might have to be cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. They might have just, to be cannibals. You know, things went wrong and it never came to that, but it was kind of... Well, reality TV hadn't been around all that long at the time. Well, I watch Survivor, and I like to see people eating each other. Isn't that kind of like, uh, what was that other reality show? Uh, uh, it wasn't a reality show. It was like a fake reality show, like uh, the Survivors or whatever, and everyone's running around murdering each other. It... 
You know what I'm talking about, Mike? <laughs> I, I do. I have a vague recollection. It took place on a beach, and I cannot place. The girl from Silence of the Lambs is in it. Yeah, and I, I cannot place the name <laughs> of it. Is it beer? No, no. I'm sorry. Burning Love was just on. That was pretty good. That was a spoof. Oh. This is. Yeah. Uh, I apologize to you, Doug. We're, I'm. Uh, we're a little drunk, and uh, this is the worst interview of all time. Well, I wouldn't say I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm the worst interviewer ever. So, Doug, you like stuff? I, I, I'm going like to ask you some questions. Stuff? Yeah, you got some questions here, dude? Shoot. I have some. These these are these are not your typical questions. All right, Doug, seriously, no bullshit. You've been in a lot of bands over the years. Every band. Well, exactly. He's in all the bands. Yeah, yeah you're in pretty much every band. What's, the, what's your favorite band to tour with? Person. Mm. And, and then I'm going to ask you this on an, uh, with an A and a B. Well, you know, my favorite band to tour with was Guided by Voices, and now my favorite band to tour with is Not a Surf. Okay, now my now I guess my A and B parts to that question would be personally, who do you like to tour with? Like, you know, personalities just click and then they don't. You know what I mean? You get stuck with somebody for six weeks and they're an asshole. Oh yeah, and that sucks. And then well, you man, get four great I don't, guys. I don't know. Um, you know, I haven't toured. I guess I've toured a lot, but not in that many bands. Only a couple. Only those two bands have really. I've, I've really done a lot of touring, in, so. Um, I mean, I'd have to say both both of those bands. One overtook the other as far as time goes, but. And then um, I guess on the other side of it, like, who is your favorite band to tour with? Like, I guess rider wise, like, who gets the best catering? Who gets the best bus? <laughs> or who gets the best van? Whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like, I I'm being serious. These are these are legit. Well, out of those two bands, they're, they're, it was it's pretty much an equal equal field right there. Okay. Kind of a level level table. Those guided by voices, they, they you know, I hate to ask this question, but they have money, uh, you know, you could get a... Well, when we were on TVT, they, you know, they were willing to spend the money and have the budget and right. things like that. Can you but, make, can, at what you're doing, can you make a salary out of it? Can you make a living off of this? Well, it's kind of, uh, I have to pick up things here and there, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes, but... Uh, you have a straight job? Um, right now, no, but I mean, um, not a surface touring all last year right? on our record and, that we, we put out. And you're on the we're record. Gonna, yeah, uh, the thing I was reading, it said that you were just the touring guitar, not just, the, I don't mean like that, but, uh, you recorded mm-hmm. the, on the, on the latest record? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, all over the stars are different to astronomy. Hey, do you know, uh, uh so the, not a surf released a record called if I had a hi-fi. Yeah, I'm on that one too. Are you? Oh, so do you know the band If I Had a Hi Fi from uh, Wisconsin? Yeah, we actually met a few of the guys. Um, <laughs> and then they named their album Not a Surf. <laughs> they had already existed, but that's a popular palindrome <laughs> if I had a high five. Right, yeah. I've so seen it in the, I've seen it in the Weird Al videos. I like the word palindrome. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was curious to know if you if you knew those guys because I think that uh, they saw that you guys named that. I met one of the guys actually, and, and we played Milwaukee and uh, nice nice kid. Yeah, but uh, nice kid. They're like forty. <laughs> yeah, well, we're you know how old are you? Little, how old the guy? More than that. I, I think aren't you? Are you forty seven, Doug? Close to it. Kind of around there. Yeah, I hear you. You live in New York I'm, now. I'm not, I'm not far off. I'm, I'm in Queens. So where, where in Queens are you guys at? We're, we're in Flushing. Flushing. Why don't you come over here right now? What, what are we doing? Flushing? Yeah. On the sunny side. Get, get out get of on, here. Get on the 7 train. I've been here for six years. You're kidding. Where oh. in Sunnyside? I was in Sunnyside last night. That's where uh, my guitar player, Pat, lives. And that's where I take my Irish dance lessons. <laughs> oh. uh, what's your address? Yeah, right here by all the pubs. I was just at one uh, earlier. So. 
Unbelievable. Uh, you were at a pub earlier? Yeah, I had a little dinner, you know. Which one? <laughs> a little dinner, Guinness in a glass. So you live uh, in Sunnyside. That's a nice neighborhood. I like Sunnyside. Have you noticed... Good old P.J. Horgan's, you know that place? Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know that one. Do you, have you noticed the planes going over uh, constantly lately? Yeah. What the fuck? I saw my building once from the plane. <laughs> the planes, I'm telling you right now, in the past, like, two weeks, every single plane that leaves LaGuardia Airport is flying directly over my house and making a, a giant bank left turn. It's it's <laughs> madness. I, I call up and complain. Not that I, it's going to do anything, but... Your wife texted me a whole bunch of telephone numbers and email addresses to complain to yeah, about this. she did this. that to but, me, too. I'm like, I'm not doing that. But somebody went, uh, came into LaGuardia, we went... Over uh, most of Long Island, and then circled around through, then went like up to Yonkers and back to LaGuardia because they had to stall. Yeah, I li- I just like to address Mr. King on the uh, chat box. Wow, I live near the airport. Wow, that uh, I don't live near the airport. It's never been like this. I've lived here <laughs> for for I, I've owned my I've owned this house for ten years. Uh, you know, it's never been like this. It's crazy. They changed the flight patterns. They're screwing everybody. I can't think. I can't do my radio show. <laughs> Can't do anything. So, Doug, when's your next tour? <laughs> you live fucking close to the airport. The no, I don't one? live close. To- I'm sorry. When's your? Ne- I said when's your next tour? Tour? Um, not not for a little while. So it might be something in the fall. We just got we just played a show in the Philippines Se- last week. This is a serious. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Last week this was. Yeah, just what? one show. We went out for a festival in was, Manila. Was it wow. humid? Oh yeah, yeah. The humidity in the Philippines oh, yeah? and Indonesia and things like that are brutal. How, how big was the crowd? <laughs> the jungle. Oh, it's terrible. It was a pretty good crowd. Yeah. Phil, uh, yeah, they had a Velcro wall. Did they know the uh, words? Matthew, our singer, went and went and uh, put a suit on and jumped on the Velcro nice. wall. Nice. <laughs> they used to do that with Trampoline. midgets. They put the. That's pretty good. I that's, guess you could still get away with that in the Philippines. That's when you open your luggage and say, "Thank God, I brought my Velcro suit." <laughs> midget, midget tossings out in America. I think they put the kibosh on that. So, so uh, why do you live in Sunnyside? Like, I don't understand that. How, how the hell do you end up in live. Queens? Yeah. Um, yeah. I have better questions than that. Go ahead, Mike. Like, now, when you're not on tour, what time do you get up in the day? <laughs> That's okay. What time do you get up? <laughs> yeah, I want to know what time question. do you... I'm serious. You get up at, like, 1.30? <laughs> no. What, do you have kids? Well, it depends on the jet lag. I mean, this week's been kind of bad. It's been a little late. Sometimes 11, noon, 1, but... Uh... So you get up and attack the day is what you're saying. No, yeah, usually I get up like 8.30. 8.30? For what? Do you, do you watch like daytime TV? Like, why do you have to get nope. up at 8.30? Are you, are you married? Well, yeah, but I've also been uh, been writing a lot of songs. I've been uh, recording, demoing, rehearsing. So, Are you married to a woman? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. But, let me ask you this. How long, how long did it take you to get to the Philippines by plane? Man, that was about a twenty-two-hour ride. Wow. <laughs> a layover in Dubai. I'm so out with that. There's no way. I, I I just took a plane back from Chicago to here, and it's like an hour and a half, and I wanted to jump out the window. There's no way. Yeah, I well, the entertainment. It. You know, you learn to love the entertainment system and sleeping. Yeah, I can't sleep on the plane. I, I'm I, you know, I get nervous, and I kind of have trouble doing that too sometimes. Yeah, and I was last time I was sitting in the back row. And, there was some like twenty-year-old kid next to me who refused to turn off his electronic devices, and I got all mad at him. Like I couldn't say anything. He's like the guy would come down the aisle and he'd flip his iPhone over or whatever, and so the guy couldn't see, and it was pissing me off. 
I'll tell you what, you know, oh, you get the long flight, you get to catch up on all the shit you miss. Like, I watched a great Gatsby. I watched. Uh, oh, yeah? You have Wi Fi on the plane? Or you have DVDs? No, no, or just on their entertainment, just their movies. Oh, they have it. The what airline is this? This was Emirates. Hmm. And they have, oh, I flew so Emirates once. It's Do you have awesome. to pay for the. Uh, because uh, last time I flew United, and you had to pay for, like, DirecTV or whatever. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to pay. Well, that was all free. I usually don't. How much does a oh. flight to the Philippines cost? It's like, like $2,000. Don't you don't know. The re- they Somebody else paid it's for about it? About $1,000, <laughs> thousand, thousand. How much are drinks on flights now? Uh, I heard it's like $10 or something. Nah, crazy. it's probably like 7 bucks or something. I don't yeah, know. if it's domestic, it's about 7 If it's international, it's free. Yeah. That's good. Uh, I should know. Because an hour and a half flight, I, I got two Jack Daniels to put in my Coke. And a, I feel like I look, I'm like, guys, like, oh, you want a Jack and Coke? I'm like, a Jack. Yeah, keep it coming, buddy. Is that all you got back there? Yeah, I I tell them Bloody Mary minus the Mrs. T's. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the vodka. Uh, so you guys, I hate you guys it. Are a real bar over there? Or no, what? we're uh, in my garage, it's which a, uh, it's a real bar. It, it, but oh, it is a real okay. bar. Yeah. I've converted in, into a. Uh, I built a bar out here because I'm a loser and. Uh, you know, you're married with kids. You yeah, know. well, a long time ago. But... No, you don't. And we'd love to have you in here. If I had known you lived in Queens, I would have come pick you up. Well, next time, you know, maybe we can do it when we have our Guided by Voices expert on. I'll just take the damn 7. I mean, I take it all the time anyway. Yeah, the problem with the 7 is... Oh, there's a lot of problems with seven. Yeah, but the problem uh, is that I don't live that close to the Flushing Main Street stop. You would have oh, gotcha. to... You know, I live like a mile and a half away, probably more. So, I mean, it's a hell of a walk. You'd probably have to grab a cab or a bus. Right. That, that or, stops right on the fringe of Flushing. Or, or, not, or like we could pick right you up. What I do, what I would do if I were you, Doug, is I would get on the... Uh, Listen up, Doug. The, the uh, Long Island Railroad Woodside Station, and you could be at my house yeah. in 10 minutes, and it's like a five-minute walk from there. Oh, L-A-R. Okay. And they, they probably won't even take your ticket. It'd be great. <laughs> That's what I do, because I go to practice in... Uh, in Brooklyn, but I I've go to meet. That before. Yeah. Oh yeah. Before. Yeah. It's like ten minutes from Woodside to to Broadway, which is my. It's eleven station. minutes door okay. to door. Gotcha. Yeah. So you know, like uh, it goes uh, Flushing Main Street. Marie- well, let's come over Marie- and hang out sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime you like. Appreciate it, Play man. Some records. Yeah, we got the record player. We're ready to go. We have a cassette player too. I look forward, Doug, to seeing you Ooh, uh, on uh, next Friday, May thirty first, at Asbury Lanes. And thank you so much for calling in. I'm sorry that I'm the worst interviewer ever. Yeah, I think oh, you're being okay. a little hard on yourself. Is there anything you well, want to... Uh... Of, uh, not a surf. Uh, my drummer for the night will be Mr. Ira Elliott, the drummer of Not a Surf. Oh, oh really? Nice. Yeah. Forest Hills, Born and Bred. And you're going to be doing all solo material? Yeah. Yeah, it's my stuff. And uh, my bass player is Gerard Smith, Jerry Smith from... Uh, now lives in Forest Hills. He's from New York. Uh, he was in the band Phantom Toll Booth years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were um, they were Homestead Records label mates with my band Death Samantha back in the eighties. Right, right. All right. Yeah, I have I have a bunch of uh, Samantha stuff. And I, you're you're being an Albini. Albini was on some of those Homestead uh, Big Black was on some of those Homestead compilations with us. Yeah, we just recorded with Steve uh, two weeks ago. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. We went out to Electro. We, we did a song there once, but it was, we were in the B studio because he was booked. We kind of booked it last minute. So right. B was downstairs, and Greg Norman did us upstairs. Oh, cool. Yeah, oh, I saw cool. Greg this week. Uh, uh, two weeks too. I'll go too. Uh, Greg's great. Oh, guy. cool. Yeah, it was, a, it was a song called "My Kind of Soldier." It's from the Earthquake Blue album. 
Cool. The first, the first, uh, we did one record, and that was in B, and uh, we did this this record in A, and it's like, wow, A is so, yeah. so cool. We could go down to A, and he showed us some rounds, showed us all his, you know, Russian microphones and everything. Oh, yeah. Great um, guy. I don't care what anybody says about Steve Albini. He's a sweetheart. Fantastic man. Guy, you know what? I called him up when I was 18. I was in uh, Cleveland, where I grew up, and I was sitting around. I was in Death Smith, and... Uh, I was really into Big Black. I was really into TV. Uh, what was that EP, Texas? Or uh, that that kind of second thing they had out, that EP. Mm, uh, I can't remember the name of the EP, but Texas was on it. I'm not that big of a Big Black guy. Really? Well, you know, I like Big Black, but I, I, wasn't, I, didn't, Black grow, guy. I didn't grow up with it. That was a great <laughs> project. That was a wonderful project. Which one did the... Uh... And I was asking him about Ian Burgess. And I don't know, I just decided to call him up. His phone number is in something. He's in a magazine or something. So I, just, I called Steve, and we, we chatted for a little bit. And years later, he saw that Spencer to play at CBGB. He's like from 91 or something. We wore a lot of glittery things, and we were just kind yeah. of showy and uh, space rock weird glam. man. And he, he wrote something pretty pretty uh, awful about us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, in like, uh, you know, uh, what, what, he used to write for those zines, like Forced Explosion. Yeah, like Matter or... Uh, I don't know. The Bob, one of those zines like that. And he he wrote terrible things about right? you. <laughs> He'll he do that. Like He's brutally stuff. honest, you know. We were not his cup of tea. Yeah, well, that's, uh, you know, that's the life of a music writer, I guess, when you're doing that sort of thing. you got to be honest, right? No, yeah, I mean... We appreciate him for it. <laughs> well, Doug, thank you very much. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug or say before uh, we go off the air here? Well, uh, just come down to the show at Asbury Lanes next Friday. Come down to Asbury Lanes next Friday. Uh, Risk Award, Eastern Anchors, Doug Gillard, and uh, there's another band. I can't remember the freaking name of them right now. Damn. Handsome Pants Wonderful. <laughs> Handsome Pants Wonderful. Thank you, Doug. All right. All right, man. I'll see you on I'll see you on Friday. Okay. Let's proceed, you guys. Thanks a lot, man. We really appreciate okay. you calling in. Oh, you're welcome. All right. I'll see you around uh, the bars in Sunnyside. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> <Later>. Okay. <laughs> Somebody else was trying to call in. I think I just hung up on him by accident. Sorry. There there he is. Doug Gillard of God by Voices, Corporate Verde, not, not a surf. <laughs> and uh God, I need Dave. Dave. Oh, Dave, please come back. Thank handsome you. Pants. <laughs> handsome pants. Handsome pants. Handsome pants. You have any music? Oh, you want some? Yeah. I, I can give you something. Yeah, what give you me want? something. I don't know. Let's go. Let's take a quick break. Maybe we'll come back for another 10 minutes with the, the men of endangered feces. Hopefully, they're getting uh, hammered. You know, you guys could have fucking sat here the whole time and helped me out instead of walking away. Right here, dude. I got four nights. Sons of bitches. <laughs> but, uh, I got to explain something to you. When Doug from uh, Guided by Voices called in, the entire band in Danger Feces got up and walked away. <laughs> I think Lorenzo went to bed. Well, we Lorenzo probably went to bed. Yeah, you're on. You're not into Big Black, but really? Like, do you have songs about fucking? Oh uh, yeah, no, I, awesome. yeah, I have that stuff. I'm not, I didn't grow up with Big Black though. I, I pref- actually I'm in the minority. I prefer Shellac to Rape Man or Big Black. I agree. Well, you know, I I have a f- uh, not an I, industrial. I can share guy. a story about Steve Albini, who I personally have never met. Okay. Um. You know, we Please all, do. Um, I'm gonna. He's been in this garage twice. Really? Playing poker? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Hold on one second. Okay. <laughs> so I would think uh, pretty much all of us here appreciate uh, 
This is Jay Levitt speaking. Yes, hi. I would think all of us here appreciate music that is uh, not on major labels and sometimes on major labels, but you know what some people might call underground. Mm-hmm. And uh, clearly Albini, as well as Don Fury, are legendary producers. And uh, I would say pretty much all of our record racks are full of the work of those right. two guys. I think Steve would disagree with you, the producer label, but go on. How so? Well, I mean, yes, I think he, I think he thinks his role is basically recording the album, and he doesn't really uh, want to have an opinion Sorry. about the band or put any input into like you know. Okay. Um, well, but he kind of does. One time, Lorenzo and uh, Hugo and I were talking about great records made by those two men. And between Don Fury and Steve Albini, they have made some incredibly legendary records, mm-hmm. um, many of which we grew up listening to. And Hugo says, uh, yeah, well, you know what? Um, I, I guess, you know, Agnostic Front, Victim in Pain is fine. But uh, really, you've got to give it to Albini for that one Born Against record. I'm like, oh, you mean the one that's on Vermiform? And he goes like, yeah, man, that one Born Against 7-inch that Steve Albini... I'm like, that was Don Fury, you moron. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, a lot of people... uh, Steve's a polarizing guy. Uh, A lot of people don't like him. They don't like his uh, recording technique. Some people, it's not for them. It's, you know, it's fine. It's Well, I, I would say, if anything, he's polarizing because the man is not afraid to say what's on his mind. Yeah, and it doesn't mean he's a dick. And Every no, single no. time I met him, he's been... A- Absolutely not. It means he's not afraid to speak his mind. And if, if you remember, there was that, that famous controversy he caused when he wrote into some big zine when somebody picked, like... Well, didn't he shit on the Pixies after he produced them? People are like, what do you think of the Pixies? Like, they like, I love this album. He's like, well, I, you know, yeah, I, I don't know what he said, but he's probably like, oh, well, they were an average band. Same thing about Nirvana. Like, I don't know. They sound like, but uh, you're, you're run of the mill rock band to me. Some some prominent Chicago journalist wrote in some zine about his top five for the year, and he mentioned Liz Fair and some other band. And Albini wrote I think back, I you, saw this. "You are a moron." <laughs> and I. I I, I hope I'm alive 10 years from now so you can look back at this and see what an idiot Holy you were. Holy shit, Keith Starkman just walked oh in the door. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, that's the great that's the weird thing about recording with him is like you're recording and you go, "Well, I I'm pretty sure Steve hates my band." <laughs> like this is probably, Yeah, he would never listen to this, you know. But you the- you know what I'm you know what I'm talking about this 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 uh <laughs> I I don't know what publication it was. Right. But he, I, I think it was spin. I don't know. It, you why. know, I think you're right. I, I don't know. I I, 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 recall seeing this. But some, some prominent Chicago journalist was talking about Liz Fair, and he's like, "You are a moron." <laughs> yeah. And and ten years from now, I hope you look back at this and see what an idiot you were talking about Liz Fair <laughs> in the context on of Guy Street or of great bullshit, rock yeah. and roll. Uh, actually, Dovey from Australia has the full exchange on the Chicago Reader. He put it in the uh, on your. Um, on your chat box there. Here. Not on my yeah, chat box. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> no, it's Liz Fair, Smashing Pumpkins, and Urge Overkill. I can't. Oh, that's it, right. That's he right. hates this, Urge Overkill. This guy just hit me with a wall of text. <laughs> he could tell you stories. We interviewed well, Steve two weeks ago uh, when we were out oh. there uh, for the podcast, and it was, it was oh. pretty good. You know, usually Steve Albini interviews are very metered and boring and kind of like vanilla, and the interviewer asks stupid questions, and Steve does this, like, you know, gives his answers, but this he was kind of animated and, like, shot out of a cannon. Almost sounded uh, like he was a little drunk, even though he doesn't drink. <laughs> I love it. I just want to say that... Uh, oh, here we go with the mic drop. Can you hear me? Oh, wow. Uh, Roadhouse. <laughs> Road Earl, Earl moved chairs. I moved chairs. I just want to say that Lorenzo left his winnings from the uh, the bullshit Price is Right. Is that... 
Is that the right? Yeah, I think it was shithead price. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, whatever. Whatever. Scumbag price, yeah, right? Rod Optimal Roddy. Price. That's all I know. Keith is the new anyway, owner of one large he is pepperoni the new owner stick. Of this. <laughs> no, wait, Keith. Slim I want my Vienna sauce. Here you go, my friend. Wow. I got Came to collect his prize. Hey, Keith. Keith, here's my donuts and all. I traded my sausage for some Sutter Home. How is the um, cheap Moscato? You want to try it? I'd love to. Oh, Keith amazing. Stockman, uh, getting down your way now. I was telling these guys when they showed up. First of all, let me tell you what happened. I text Jay Levitz, and I said, "Do you want to be on the show on Friday this to promote the, the album?" So mm-hmm. Jay says, "Yeah, it sounds good or whatever." I'm agreeing so far. And uh, so then uh, I text Lorenzo. I said, "Jay's going to be on. Would you like to come upstairs since Lorenzo lives in the basement?" <laughs> and then. Uh, Early, the great early gate showed up, which I, is I'm I, I didn't know I was going to be. I would have invited like right before I came. And over I here. also apologize to you early that I didn't invite you. And then uh, uh, early's the boss. And now it's his world. We you were the like the one guy who was out, and I'm like, oh no, now he's back. Yeah, I feel so bad because. I feel terrible, Keith. And you should. I, I blame the Jew. I wanted to in- interview the entire... <laughs> you can't go wrong there. <laughs> I wanted to interview the entire endangered feces thing, but also because but Dave... You get your chance. Dave I, Harrison and Pat were going to be here. I knew four other four additional guys were going to be a clusterfuck, so you have to understand where I'm coming from with that. And How is PW? Um, PW, uh, he's okay. Staying home today. He's he not has, feeling he has, so well. He has turf toe. He has turf toe. <laughs> <laughs> We've decided. Um... Hey, Keith, I'm glad you're here. Bad bites, balls. <laughs> Go ahead, play the song. That's it? No, no, there's more. Bad bites, balls. Bad bites, balls. Bad bites, balls. Bad bites, balls. It's the new Lady Gaga. Oh, wow. So you guys, you guys uh, play poker with Albini? Um, yeah, I played poker with him last time. Uh, there was about there were a lot of people there though. I, I, he's, I'm up three hundred. Uh, he's a big poker player. Yes, I can't believe you didn't let that. He's song ex- an expert, <laughs> an expert poker player. Is that Pat Walsh? I took his money. Oh, that's awesome. I've n- I've never met the man, but I, I admire his work. He's a good guy. He really is. Always Keith, be, you know. br- what, you run here? You're breathing so loud. <laughs> See, I, Sorry, man. <laughs> I, I've, had the oppor- <laughs> I've had the opportunity to socialize with Don Fury, but that's because his social activity is drinking. He right. doesn't give a fuck about <laughs> yeah. poker. Well, I think Steve's a teetotaler. I don't think he drinks. I'll tell you the truth. I started to worry when he was distilling his own vodka. Oh yeah, in the like studio, garlic no, vodkas and things. He was he was experimenting with different infusions in the vodka. Keith, did you like a sandwich? He made it. He's all right. <laughs> no, I got my Vienna sausage. I, I I traded it with hairdo. Wait, Keith, are you going to actually open the Vienna sausage? So what I what what great albums has Don Fury recorded? Jay Levitz. Pardon? What what albums uh has Don Fury produced? Right off the bat, the first two Agnostic Front records, the uh, United wow. Blood EP and Victim in Pain. Uh, the Gorilla Biscuits start today, and their first seven-inch. Holy shit! You guys have computers. Why don't you pull up Don Fury Studio discography, and you will see. If I try to do anything on my computer, we will go off the man. The, uh, the man recorded every uh, proper Eyes of. I, I think, in, in fact, he he made every Eyes of Hate recording. Um. Jesus Christ, sick of it all. Every How old is he? Like fifty? Not as old as you might think. He's just hip, and, and he was Actually, he was we, in the game right from from the start as a young man. We have full permission to play. I think sick Steve of it all. Steve's fifty. Don Fury's got to be. Older. Yeah, I would say he's about fifty. But uh, yeah, he he. Aren't you about fifty? 
Oh. I wish I was only about 50. <laughs> but, hey, uh, Levitt, uh, how's your marriage going? You happily married? Outstanding, thank you. <laughs> you have a hot young wife? That's right. That's right. God bless her. She goes out to work and comes home with hundreds of dollars. Like, what <laughs> really? more could a man What does want? she do for a living? She's a bartender. Nice. Well, yeah. she has boobs. <laughs> she has oh, nice she's a boobs. young girl? Yes. Well, are she's you young at 16 now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm just asking. Uh, no, Sarah is a very nice lady. I, I, she, no, no, I, no, 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 no. I meant that in the fact that, like, you know, war she, zone, she, uh, war zone, she, youth she, of today, shelter. She's not peddling gin at the old man ah, joint. Crap. She's working at like some young, like hip. Place. I forgot to ask the guy from Guided by Voices if he wipes. Actually, up. no. She works at Apple. Now we have the ultimate band here to answer this question. Oh, this, early gates. Oh, we have a uh-oh. question. Do uh-oh. you, after making a duty? <laughs> Remain seated Where's to wipe, Lorenzo? or do you stand up? Seated. Thank you. That's one. Jay Levitz? Remain seated. That's two. Keith Starkman? Experts speak. Standing. Yeah, Keith. <laughs> what the fuck is it sitting down? How the fuck? That's what women do. Right. No. Thank you, Keith. You know, Keith I, Starkman. You know what? Keith, Excuse who me. sanitary and people and do. And it's front to back. Yeah, well, I don't want shit on my ball. <laughs> you know, whenever you guys, whenever you no, guys I, are done. I, I like to know. I like to look. I'm, I'm a trailblazer, and I like to know where yeah. I've been. You know, that's, <laughs> that's fine. When you're standing up, you can actually examine it, you know? Yeah, whenever you guys of course. Are done. I want to get away. First of all, number one, I want to get away from the toilet. You want to look at it? I can't. How do you know when you're done? Room. I, you don't look. You can I feel. Wanna, I want to know. Feel. Feel my ass. You keep wiping until you're done wiping. I, I, oh, I yeah, think okay. I'm, well, you're walking around with a dirty no, ass. Me a, and Keith are <laughs> clean as a whistle. Wait, wait, that's do you do baby point. wipes? You are not the bo- anymore. You, you know what? I used to. So I know what I'm doing in there. Baby wipes. In fact, I'd like to think I qualify as an expert. Not necessarily genius level yet, but I think I'm I'm pretty much an expert. All right. The next question is early gates. What is your favorite crocus tape? I have no idea what you're talking about. Headhunter. <laughs> Headhunter? Headhunter. Keith, do you have a favorite crocus tape? I, I, I Hardware? Metal Rendezvous? <laughs> Keith would go with Metal Rendezvous. <laughs> metal Rendezvous sucks. I listened to that whole record. The, uh, crocus Like sucks. a couple months ago. And They're a good ACDC cover no, band. Well, the one crocus single that, that's popular is School's Screaming in the Night is in the terrible. Night. Yeah, but the crocus... Uh, for, they're suck. early. They have some good ACDC cover tapes. <laughs> it's soft. One more question. Do you guys know Woody? Woody Harrelson? McDermott? Woody Harrelson. Do you know the band The Mighty <laughs> The Mighty High? None of the above. Okay. Actually, I have a funny story really quick about yes, knowing who artists are and such. Uh, I was unloading a truck the other day, which was actually yesterday or two days ago, which I don't know. And uh, all the road cases said Bruno Mars on the road cases. So I innocently say to the guy working next to me, I'm like, what company is this? I don't know what company this is. And uh, What is this Bruno Mars LTD? Like, what is, yeah, yeah, Inc. What is Bruno Mars? And like, oh, no. LLP. It's, it's a, this is the guy performing tonight. I'm like, oh. Whatever. Yeah. I'm very disconnected. <laughs> He's like a, I don't know how to describe Bruno Mars, like a, like a gayer Lionel Richie, <laughs> police cover band. Yeah. Oh yeah, he sounds exactly like fucking Stink. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> Gordon tells me Bruno Mike Mars isn't delivering mail in a Puerto Rican ghetto though. All I know is he didn't kick Mike out of backstage at the police concert for calling him Gordon. <laughs> and I have to pee so it might taste the longest pisses. And he always jumps right in front of you too. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're ready to go, and he's always right there in front of you. All right, so I, I, I took another downturn today. We got two sits and a stand. Fuck, I keep falling behind. My, you, my PB likes the feel of the of the toilet mint. But wait, what is your theory that if you stand, you actually see better? What? No, they my theory is no, I can't, these guys like to close I can't up shop. Fit my arm underneath my ass. Like you stand up, you get. Um, you, well, see, I can. I fit do everything and in I my can life. See and everything. Mm, like, yeah. I want to get up in there. No, it's a crime scene. You have to skinny folks get it. Yeah, no, it's not. It's fat people that stand I, 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 up. It's all Change in your one. diet. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the two people in the room that stand. You're both wow. heavier than us. Wow. That's <laughs> fucked up, Keith. I mean, why even bother sitting when you poop? Why don't you poop standing up while you're at it? <laughs> I think I will. Well, I shit, me, there are time times. I, take a shower, yeah. I, I do like to shit in the shower. <laughs> I, I've pooped standing up. <laughs> Have you? And some Explain of the people that, in the room were there. Backyards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Steve uh, Steve Albini did tell me a funny story about a, a rock star who who was uh, morbidly obese, and I'll let you guess who that might Daniel be. Daniel Johnston. John I'm not Popper. That he Pond, Pond plays Chapel? harmonicas or anything. John but Popper. But he said, "Of course, I I, I I lean my cheek to the right because otherwise it comes out in a sheet." <laughs> Ew. We got distracted. Girls yeah. walk. Beautiful women in the room. Comes out in a sheet. Sexy comes out in a sheet. <laughs> it, it is funny. Aristocrat time. All right, wait, Cariano with some breaking news. Uh, the hot dog hooker has been arrested again. Oh, no way. That's right. Thank you. Thank you, Carrie, for that. Is my phone exploding for that reason? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. No, How no. did Keith wind up with all the processed meats? <laughs> I had a. I, I, I put it back. I have a blunt. I don't forget. There's nobody weeds blunt. in it though. Blunt instrument. I did have a, a package, some some packaged meats to uh, bring in, but I put it, put them back. I went into the. You know what, Mike? When I went to do Scumbag uh, Price is Right and my shopping spree, I went into the first Seven Eleven. I walked in there. I looked around. I picked up a couple things. I put them back, and I go, "This Seven Eleven doesn't have enough Scumbag <laughs> items for me." And I walked right out. <laughs> It, you, you know what? It takes a real scumbag to picture a good scumbag 7-Eleven. <laughs> it takes a, it takes a real scumbag to make a tender chicken. My kind of guy. He's a Are real people really scumbag. To this? Yes. Tender do you want to wrap this up? Well, I didn't until two chicks just walked in mm. here. Now I do. Mm. <laughs> Why don't right. we play the Ryan game? Oh, yeah. All right. Quickly, let's what play the Ryan the game. the Ryan game? Oh, wait till you. you. Jay Levitz, get ready for this shit. The music explains it all. Jay Levitt is showing his big schmeckle to the ladies, by the way. I had no idea what yeah, I didn't know what's going on. I thought we were I thought we were on a music break for the Ryan yeah, game. I song. hope this is not uh, Alright, so Ryan, would you do me a favor? If I go over there and adjust the sound, would you inform us what the Ryan game is for this week? I could do that. I could do that. I can make that happen. That would be awesome. Here each week on Life for the Barrage, we play the Ryan game. Right. The Ryan game is a, usually a trivia contest or some sort of uh, feat of manliness. That it's basically a tribute to Keith Starkman. <laughs> and each week we uh, actually have a fierce throwdown, and these guys have bragging rights for one week on who the best and the smartest around is, as the song explains. Me. I, I'm usually close to second. And that's the perfect example right there. I have been destroying this uh, game. You lately. know what? Suck one. Destroying. Suck 
fucking want. You're lucky there's three dudes so, between me and you, asshole. Anyway, it's my, <laughs> it's my sole purpose in life to make sure that this stays uh, interesting and different each week. We so, have spectators, too. But some of these games that we play actually do pretty well, and people like to hear them again and again. So I will bring back this week a game that we've played m- multiple times on this show. You Let's look so enthused. <laughs> and this game is called 20 Seconds. So the simplest uh, explanation of this is you have 20 seconds to name as many examples as you can within the category that I give the audience. All right. Okay. So... And we have. I uh, farted the beginning of Master of Puppets. <laughs> I'm going to record that because I actually can't do it. I've become, I'm getting good at it. <laughs> All right. Uh, John is uh, John is uh, the host of the show, and I often like to start with him. All right. And uh, I say fuck him, but whatever. <laughs> John's getting Keith very good. He actually. Process meats. And where is Lorenzo? Because I know he's been living life just to. Lorenzo went show. back down to really bed. Long. Lorenzo went to his apartment. He's yeah. back in the dungeon. I, I try to get him on the show. This is like our 49th show. <laughs> Lorenzo lives downstairs, and I can't get. I used the to first time he's been on. When do we play the dungeons? Ryan game? Are great places to be. I'd like I'm to also fan. add that Lorenzo and I had a radio show together for like two <laughs> years. So like he just—I don't know what it is. He's just not interested in our bullshit. <laughs> Jackbox <laughs> justice. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> so Oops. anyway, little way in. Without further ado, this is the worst radio show. <laughs> let's begin <laughs> the game. Okay. <laughs> Chatbox justice. John, I'll start the first question with you. All right. Thank oh, you. The humps. <laughs> in Twenty seconds. Name as many. Take your hand off your face, bub. It's not. I'm, I'm doing fine. Stop critiquing the way I'm broadcasting this show. Let's go while we're young. <laughs> the Brian game will change your life. Twenty seconds. Name as many famous Garcias as you can. Go. Uh, Jeff Garcia, race car driver. Who the hell's Jeff Garcia? Um, All right. He's a Sergio Garcia, a racist golfer. Yes. We will serve fried chicken. Um, Jerry Garcia. Jerry Garcia, Grateful Dead. Hey, Levitz, wait your turn, bro. <laughs> you gotta wait your turn. We're doing turns. He's fucking bungling it. His 20 seconds is over. You can help your opponent. <laughs> Four hours later. <laughs> Shit. Uh, see, I have to run the show and uh, do everything else, too. I gave you five extra. Is there any pizza left? <laughs> do anything. All right, so you got three. Yeah. Not bad. Hmm. Sounds great. Not bad for all the interference. I'm, I'm trying to look for Dave saying I saw the Grateful Dead twice. I can't find <laughs> I like Andy Garcia. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. Oh, Andy Garcia, yeah. Isn't he Australian? No. All right. Yes. Keith. <laughs> Anthony Lapaglia. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's Australian. I couldn't think Who of it. Who knew? Me, apparently. <laughs> Well, you're half Australian. It's not fair. Yeah, half. <laughs> half Australian. Yeah, it looks like. Come on, Chief. Let's go. Here we go. Come on. What's let's the beef, go. Chief? Right, I don't need to slow things down. What's the beef, Chief? Ryan, just take control. Run over, over everybody, including myself. No, but you guys have golden words. I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt. This is good stuff. Yeah, golden. <laughs> yeah. Keith, in 20 seconds or left, less. <laughs> Name as many towns games. in Long Island that begin with the letter M as you can. Go. Balance. Towns. Towns. Towns in Long Island. Manhattan. The Marlboro Twins. Mineola. Uh, Melville. Medford. 
Jay Levitt's not your turn. I'm helping. Mastic. Come on, bro. Don't, don't count. You're only you're hurting Keith. He's Go ahead, five. Keith. We're gonna give now you an extra five. five seconds. He still has to say him. No, it's Keith. No, what? Do I? Mastic. Well, oh, come on. No, Jay Levitt, you're ruining the rhyme. Time game. is up, Ben. We have a tie. He's got five. He has He's five. Three, he, he has five. <laughs> this sucks wind. <laughs> Ryan's a horrible game show host. <laughs> I disagree. He's you look nothing like Guy Smiley. Ryan's been saving the show for the Guy past Smiley. year. All right, that's funny you bring that up. All right, next question. I want to hear you fart, Mr. Puppet. I will. <laughs> I will have that by the next episode. Jay, yes. in 20 seconds, name as many Muppets as you can that per- portray people. Go. That portray people. I don't understand that. You don't have to. It's not your question. Beaker portrays some chick I know from back in high school. Pass. All right. <laughs> Do you have to name those two old dudes by name? Yeah. Yes. Early games. I can, I can name them. Pass. Stadler and Waldorf. That's right. This life in the barrage. Great. <laughs> Worst Muppet so, impression ever. Isn't this great? <laughs> All right. Next. Earl. Meep, 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 meep. How do you like that impression? I, I have Very a good. prediction. I think Earl's going to win this game. All right. I All think right. Earl's on the ball, unlike right. Jay Levitz. Earl in 20 seconds. Name as many. Other Earls. <laughs> <laughs> name as many. Where are you in the writing the meeting? As you can. <laughs> Name as many famous captains as you can. Oh, Go. Captain Morgan. Uh, Captain uh, Hook. Captain, uh, what was the guy from fucking... Uh, Captain Ron. Pirates of the Caribbean. Jack Hook or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, I don't know about that. Captain... Ron. <laughs> Captain Ron. <laughs> Captain... Captain Ron. Captain... Captain Kangaroo. Ryan Callahan. Wayne Gretzky. Captain America. Uh, you're not allowed to say that. I'm All helping. Right, time's up. Crunch. What happened just now? He's, like, he's, he's, he's got four. He's got f- <laughs> I told you Earl was gonna kick ass. No, I thought I thought Keith had five. No, well, no, he had three. I, I he didn't, didn't get credit for James. Oh. he didn't actually. I forgot say. Captain Crunch said, though. God damn it! Captain Crunch is two points. All right. And there we are. Uh, excuse me, Pat's not here. What so about me, Captain Steubing? Would he have counted? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cap- Can we go back to the Muppets question? <laughs> Captain Kirk. Got Cap- Bert Captain Kearney, the two old guys. Captain Crunch, you idiots. Other asshole. Oh. I, thought, I looked over at Jay Levitz. I thought Colette was sitting there in the chair. He has no headphones. <laughs> Put your headphones on, you retard. <laughs> I hear you just fine. All right. Yeah, but you're not hearing my glorious sound effects. You're only three feet away. <laughs> sound so much better in the headphones, though, like Don Fury. All right. <laughs> Like bees. Put, do it again. Like, hey, can I hear that back in the? Ca- can do I hear that again. back in the cans? Like bees. You guys can do that better. Do it again. <laughs> Let's wrap up this Thank sesh. You, All right, Mike. Last one. What? Twenty seconds or less. Name as many famous Mario's as you can. Go. Mario brother one. His brother Luigi Mario. Um. <laughs> uh, Mario Cantone. Um. <laughs> Fucking uh, 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 Mario Batali, Luigi Mario, Mario Mario, Mario fucking from our show. You got three. I got four. Mario from our show. Andretti. 
No, you got three. Well, the buzzer already sounded. Ah, uh, you guys all stink. I, I love how my 20 seconds counted. Like, you, my, right. everybody else got like 45 seconds. a minute seconds. and a half. My 20 seconds was so dead on because I was, I was on the right track. Do any of the wives challenge here? Does anybody want to get in on she this? Yeah, let's get some wives in on this. Come on. Challenge this. Uh, she, wants to, she wants to have a piece of the... Uh, get in here. Here's my wife, Colette. She's coming on the air oh, to shit. play the Ryan game. I don't like the way this is no, going at all. By the way, here's the Mario uh, Sorrow song for everybody. Uh, Mario Sorrow. <laughs> Mario Lemieux. Oh, oh, that's great. In- introduce yourselves on there. By the way, hey, get out of here. Mario Sorrow. Welcome to the show, Colette. Hello, Colette. How are you? Fine, thanks. And what do you what do you do for a living? Speak right into the microphone, or else no one can hear you. Like you have to like get right up on it. Okay. No more than that. <laughs> more than that. Uh, what's it like being my wife? It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for being on the What do you show? mean it sucks? Because I'm a man boy who won't grow up and has a radio show in the garage. I just want to play the Ryan game. Okay. Get on with it. <laughs> hey, Colette. Yeah. What's up? How you doing? <laughs> Colette, I'd like to apologize to you for everything <laughs> that has ever happened. Apology accepted. I do not. Starting from when you were 16? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta really talk right into that mic, though. Okay, Ryan, go ahead. What's your question? Colette, in twenty seconds or less, name as many Dr. Seuss books as you can. Go. Horton hears a who. Green eggs and ham. Don't say anything. Cat in the hat. Where's her twenty-second buzzer? She's only at thirteen seconds. Look. All the places you'll go. Four. Tied for the lead. Hurry up. No, you are done. Back. Somebody whispered that yeah. shit. No, 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 no. That twenty. I watched the clock. I didn't out. I gave her at least the same amount of time everybody oh, else got. Bull sneezer. That's bullshit. Erica, you want to settle this? Come on, Erica. One last chance. This is my wife now. One last chance for the glory. Erica Ryan's wife. These women, they put up with a lot. I got a good question for you. 20 seconds or less. Name. You got to speak right into a microphone or else we can't hear you. Name as many famous witches as you can. Go. The Wicked Witch of the West, the Wicked Witch of the East, the Witches of Eastwick. That's three. <laughs> uh, oh, that's, like, that's like eight. <laughs> Maleficent. Uh, good. Ding. Uh, oh, fuck. Hurry up. The Witch of the South? No. Oh, the Good Witch. Glinda the Good Witch. Good. You win? Erica's yeah. the Erica is the best around. Six. Congratulations, Erica. You're the winner of the Ryan game. You stepped in and destroyed us all. I'm just the winner of Ryan. Thank you very much. Uh, what's, Ryan like? uh, what's Ryan like in the sack? Is he okay? <laughs> How many times a week do you guys have sex? The fix is in. <laughs> My warranty is up. My audience, they don't want to hear us play the Ryan game. They, want to hear they only did it once and got two girls. <laughs> they feel they feel these questions to each other in bed. I Ryan, have you had sex more than once with your wife? No. <laughs> Never. All right. Thank you, everybody. What do you say? We're at, what do you say, hairdo? Is Harry still on, on the air? <laughs> Are we wrapping this up? I miss Pat. HD. I miss Pat too. Here, I'll, I'll help you out. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
That's my bad impression, everybody. All right, so we wrap this up. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> Always a pleasure. I, don't, I have this pack of Easy Waters I bought for the shithead. Two twenty nine. I don't need them. Who needs papers? papers? I'm sure one of these broads here does. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Ryan, for being busy all week and still coming up with a quality game. Thank you, Keith Starkman, Jay Levitz, Early Gates, Lorenzo Potenzo, Hairdo. Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> Colette and Erica. Bill Bixby. And uh, Dave, we hope uh, your dad gets better soon, man. And uh, Pat, keep working on that boiler. Oh, Jen says hi, guys. Jen says hi. Hey, Jen Starkman, we hope you're not at the doctor. <laughs> And listen, we'll see you not next Friday. There's no show next Friday. Yeah. I say we stay on the air for two and a half hours. Well, it depends. Is your poker group group going to come in here and beat the crap out of us? I don't think anybody's showing up. Hey, this uh, is Woody High from the band Mighty High. We'll see you later. You're listening to Live from the Barrage, the antidote to Elliot Smith, <laughs> R.E.M., <laughs> Alex Chilton, the Arctic Monkeys, <laughs> the latest... Tape by David Byrne with St. Vincent. <laughs> the new collaboration of Kim Gordon, Thurston Moore, and Yoko Ono's. <laughs> You're listening to what you should be doing right now. You should be getting high with your friends in a garage listening to ZZ Top. Except Anvil, Riot, Crocus, DOA. The first UK subs tape. James Brown. All the good shit. None of the shit that you're getting off the internet for free. Nothing that you're reading about on the internet. Just the shit that your friends play for you in their car or in their garage when you're getting high. But most of all, whatever you do, Listen to live from the barrage. Don't listen to yes. Italian.